What's up, everybody? Welcome to Outside Perspective with me, Adam Meredith. How's everybody doing? I hope you had a wonderful holiday, a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate that. Hanukkah, I think Kwanzaa just started, so if you're celebrating that, more power to you. Uh, it's a beautiful time of year uh, if you let it be, meaning it's fucking, at least here in Missouri, Midwest, you know, we're entering winter time. The days are shorter. It's fucking cold out. It's not exactly the best conditions out. It doesn't make for a happy time. But, you know, if you uh, actually take part in what the season is about, meaning family and friends and love and giving and community, then it can be a fucking fantastic time. So, anyway, let me... Let's jump into this first ad. Actually, I'm only going to do one. I'm only going to do one. Blah. And that will be for Jumbo. So let's check that out, and we'll be right back. I want to take a second and tell you guys about my friends over at Jumbo Superfoods. Jumbo Superfoods is a California-based health food company that provides the highest quality cannabis-based products. But I want to tell you guys specifically about their CBD line. CBD stands for cannabidol. Cannabidol is one of the many cannabinoids found in the cannabis plant and has also been shown to have medicinal value, meaning it can aid in improving your health. The cannabis plant is an adaptogen, and CBD specifically has been shown to reduce inflammation, aid in mood regulation in cases of depression, but it can also reduce anxiety and stress, and has neuroprotective properties, meaning it can help the brain. It blows my mind when I think about all of the different things that this one plant can do. And this is just a small list of the benefits of CBD. Now, before I go any further, I know many of you have already heard the word cannabis and have automatically gotten worried. Let me put your worries to bed. You're asking yourself, will I fail a drug test? No, you will not. If you are buying high-quality products, like those from Jumbo Superfoods, they use only premium ingredients, nothing artificial, nothing harmful. All of their products are made right here in the U.S., and they are tested in a lab to measure for purity. You can actually go over to their website, jombosuperfoods.com, and see the lab results for yourself. Go check it out. And while you're there, you can check out their full line of CBD products. They have CBD spray. Their CBD spray is phenomenal. I like to put the cinnamon one in my coffee. Tastes delicious. They have CBD drops, both for you and your pets. They have a grass-fed ghee and MCT oil. Add that to your coffee. They have a lip balm. They have a muscle balm, which is my absolute favorite. I use the muscle balm after training jujitsu. I put it on my fingers. I put it on my sore muscles and such. It makes a world of difference. So remember, go over to jambosuperfoods.com. That's J-A-M-B-O-S-U-P-E-R-F-O-O-D-S, jambosuperfoods.com. Check them out. Use the link in the show notes. It helps support the podcast, so I thank you in advance. If you're a first-time shopper, use the code JOMBOLOVESYOU at checkout, and you'll get 15% off your first order. So one more time, go to JOMBOSUPERFOODS.COM. Use the link in the show notes. It helps support the podcast, and use the code JOMBOLOVESYOU at checkout to save 15%. All right, on to the guest for today. 
I'm joined again by my friend, Padre, fucking jujitsu brother, Justin Bricker. Stacking bricks. All right, guys, let me fill you in on this one. So this is some more shenanigans between Mr. Bricker and I as we drive home to St. Louis from Cleveland, Ohio. So we went to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania first. We were supposed to do a podcast. Fucking things fall through, unfortunately. Things fell through, unfortunately. Unfortunately, these things happen. Sometimes they do. Uh, So we fucking got some awesome content. Got to check out Pittsburgh. That city is beautiful. Holy shit, man. So I always figured that it was like a dead city. I I think steel. I thought Pittsburgh, nothing was happening. I kind of associated it with like Baltimore or Detroit. That's not the case. That city is fucking gorgeous. And did you know that shit's in the mountains? Holy hell. Had no idea. Um, We're fucking driving there. And, man, my ears, and you know when you like the elevation changes, you can just feel it like your ear, nose, and throat, like just your sinuses? I felt that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, why are my ears feeling funny? It's nighttime. And then, like, we cross over into West Virginia. Didn't know you had to go through, like, a little slither of West Virginia to get to Pittsburgh either. Um, And, like, my ears are fucking, oh, okay. This makes sense. We're in the fucking mountains. Get to Pittsburgh. It's all hilly. I'm like, okay, okay, I can dig it. I like this place. Anyway, we were there for 24 hours. We got to, uh, we did a tour of, uh, you know, Mac Miller in a sense, you know, RIP. That dude meant a lot to both Justin and I. I really loved his music. It was very unfortunate that, uh, you know, the way things happened. So we wanted we wanted to pay our respects. We couldn't find his headstone. If anybody is out there listening and you know where this headstone is, fucking help a brother out. Let us know. Let's put a picture up. Man. But, I mean, I get it. I respect it. I can understand maybe the family wants some privacy. You don't want a ton of fans coming through the cemetery fucking shit up. I get it. I get it. Anyway, so Pittsburgh was dope. We then went to Cleveland. Now, I went as just a fucking third wheel. Like, I was just tagging along. Not really a third wheel. I don't know. I was just tagging along with just uh, with Justin. You know, he had this planned. I'm like, fuck, dude. Opportunity for a, an adventure? Let's go. Um, well, I, I made it sound like I was just so fucking eager. But I was really hesitant at first, to be honest with you. I'm like, ah, man. You know, I got the kid. Or wait, do I have the kids that weekend? I didn't have the kids that weekend. I was supposed to pick up my kids on Sunday, which he was also supposed to pick up his daughter on Sunday. So I'm making these excuses, and we do that, don't we? We make fucking excuses for why we can't do something. I'm like, you know what? My girlfriend Deja can pick them up for me. I'll be back on Sunday night. We'll figure it out. So that's what we did. We figured it the fuck out. Went, had an adventure. It was a good time. Um, So we got to Cleveland. And he was going to Cleveland because he's in the fantasy football league. And one of the dudes bought a box at the Cleveland Browns game. So Cleveland Browns versus Cincinnati Bengals in a box. And I was so fortunate enough to be able to tag along and actually uh, go to the game. I think there's like 10 people in their league. Only I think like five of them showed up, six of them. So I was able to actually get a snag a ticket, catch another fucking NFL game in the box. That was cool. Um, Met some good people. It was just an awesome adventure. This is just some of the 
conversation on the way back home. It was a long ride. We had plenty of time to talk. Fuck, man. We talked the whole way up there, which was nine nine hours, over nine hours, really, because we stopped in Columbus to get some food. The whole way to Pittsburgh, we talked. Fucking had a lot of good conversation. And that's how you know you're in good company, right? And I think Justin mentions that on the podcast. And then we uh, we talked on the way back quite a bit, too. So this is just a little snippet of uh, some of the conversation that we had. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Check it out. And now we are recording. We're live. We are live. I'll tell you what, I feel like a goddamn airline pilot with this headset on while I'm driving. Yeah, this is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. We're in the fucking cockpit. Dude, cruising. Cruising. Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this, we are. We have just reached a cruising altitude of... <laughs> feel free to take your seatbelts off and move around the cabin. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got 5-0? No, we good. No, I think they practice that voice. They have to. They absolutely have to. I would. When I would go home, I'd be like, oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I, I can't get over the fucking the Southwest Airlines people who are always trying to, like, drop bars while they're, while they're doing uh, <laughs> their, their safety instructions and shit. You got to make work fun. I guess. Fuck, dude. I guess. Well, yeah, when you're on a plane fucking 50 hours a week sometimes, I'd be fucking motion sick all the time. You know, those fucking, how do the pilots get paid? Because the... Bread. <laughs> they get paid cash fucking money. Well, because the fucking, uh, the, like, the attendants, they only get paid while they're in the air. Really? Yeah, dude. So all that time when they're, like, in between where people are getting on and getting off and shit. What? No pay. I never knew that. Yep, only in the air. Fuck being a flight attendant, dude. Yeah, bro. No so you way. may be putting in, like, mad hours, like, uh, from, like, a grand scheme, but... It, Right, but gate to gate is, yeah. is where is where your your money's made. That's why those fucking those international like over the night like overnight flights are the where it's at. Yeah. Oh, making fucking. Well, you're in the air for you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that, I, dude. I want to go to Australia so bad, but that eighteen hour flight, bro. I don't know if I could. Uh, I don't know if I could do it. Well, you just gotta save up points so you can get that business class. Right, somewhere I could sleep and stretch my feet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't remember who it was. They were talking. To, I think it was Burt Kreischer, and he's talking about when he went there. He had like a straight room, like a room on the plane. Oh, really? Yeah. I know some of those planes will have like the napping pods, like the sleep pod. They have those at like a bunch of airports now too. Yeah, it's or, the future, dude. It's legit. The future is now. I think um, American Airlines is the one who's like really fucking on the forefront of that. They have like. Entire sleep stations at their terminals. Really? Yeah, you call a fucking. I think I saw a sleep one at uh, an air. Uh, fuck, an American terminal, a, a napping station. At what airport? I don't know. Where the fuck was I? I maybe I was. I think I was flying. I was flying Delta out to uh, to Vegas, is what it was, and. Uh, I had a long layover in the terminal, so I walked all the way around. And, like, you know, they have American and Delta in. and everything. Dude, well, I just wanted to explore, and I had, like, yeah. fucking floor. I, I think, like, four or five hours in that terminal. Remember? I fucking I was on my way out to Vegas to Worlds, and I texted you. I was like, dude, my fucking flight got canceled. Oh, it was my fault. <laughs> yeah, you're bad juju. The bad travel juju. Hey, for the first time ever, 
when we went to Austin this last time, I was not delayed. Dude, that was a successful trip. Dude, successful trip. This weekend was fucking great. That's because you're on my frequency now. Finally, finally. (laughs) I was delayed all the time because I had them bad vibes from going to a job that I fucking hated. Yeah, all bad vibrations. Being stuck in airports and cities that I don't want to fucking be at. Not Uh, good. That's right. We've done a lot of good travel this year. A lot of good shit going on. Closing out the year with another good trip. Yeah. Fucking, for those who listen, we are on I-70 headed back from Cleveland. Um, after the Browns, Bengals, go Browns. Baker Mayfield showing up and showing out again. Thank God. Shout out to my dog, Baker. But, no, we fucking, dude, we, uh, we had a straight blast this weekend just exploring. Going to, we drove into Pittsburgh Friday night. Um, unfortunately, we were supposed to go and record a podcast that got canceled. Uh, about as soon as we were pulling into the goddamn city. This happens. This happens. happens. You know, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, has this ever happened to me before? Like, somebody can't. Yeah, I fucking went to Austin twice and had had somebody cancel on me. It's like, hey, bro, you know I flew down here, right? Thank God I didn't come down here specifically only for the podcast. Right. We went to fucking Pittsburgh only for that podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's been set up for three weeks now. Oh, it happens, I guess. It happens. It's right. But all in all, a successful fucking trip because... Pittsburgh is awesome, dude. Dude, Pittsburgh's fucking beautiful. I had the wrong idea about that city all of these years. That place is beautiful. Well, because I've, I've never heard anything good about Pittsburgh. Not once ever, other than the fucking Steelers. Yeah, well, like we were saying, whenever we were kind of driving around, I said, uh, I always had this idea of it being like a dead city because, you know, it it, it has this reputation of it's very blue-collar, cl- uh, blue hardworking. Right, cold um, it's, city. It's a steel mill type, you know, city, so everybody's working hard. And obviously that's not like a very, you know, bustling industry these days. No. Um, I'm not a fucking trader, but I'm pretty confident. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But well, that's usually half of the things I speak on. So. <laughs> Most of the th- Just, yeah, take everything with a grain of salt, folks. I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But Himalayan salt, though. Either way, yeah, get those nutrients. <laughs> Either way, though, I didn't think it was ever a very, like, uh, you know, just hip city. Obviously, you know, our man Mac, rest in peace, from right. there. Wiz is from there. But, uh... Yeah, they're the only people that I've ever heard of that, like, straight put on for fucking Pittsburgh. Anybody else, if you're from fucking Pittsburgh, you have not made it known to me, damn it. Yeah, I don't know, man. But, hey, man, we had a fucking awesome time. We, we hit our little Mac Miller tour, you know, paying our respects and shit. Yeah, couldn't find the fucking grave. That was a little upsetting. but Yeah, if anybody out there knows where the fuck he's buried. Send us a picture because we, we spent an hour driving through the cemetery trying to find. Put it out in the world. Dude. Uh, we couldn't find it on the Google. We couldn't find it in the real life. I know, man. Bullshit. And that was a beautiful cemetery. I can't believe people are running through there getting their exercise and shit. Yeah. I, I, mean, I missed a lot of it, though, reading all those articles. Yeah, for those, I mean, for those, I mean, I would just imagine nobody who's listening to this has been to Homewood Cemetery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But I would say it's probably three miles worth of running, like running tracks throughout the whole place. Yeah, it was a big place, man. And uh, but I get it. You know, you don't want a whole bunch of fuckheads coming in there and trampling all over the grounds, and uh, and and maybe disrespecting the other property. people's families and what and, else is going on. And if on? you are a family member, then you know, obviously, like I said, you want to you want to try to keep it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you want to just keep it private. You don't want everybody visiting. I guess I don't know. But either way, we couldn't fucking find where he was buried. No. Absolutely not. And like I said, nobody on the internet knows either, so I don't feel half as bad. 
Yeah, you know, we no. just kind of showed up on a whim, and we looked. We we looked. Damn it, that's all right. We do. That whole area down there is absolutely beautiful. Super nice. I was. I mean, giant Victorian homes. Like, I mean, every it was what thirty-five degrees out, if that. And you know, everybody's walking down the streets, <laughs> going to all the little local shops. Dude, the whole place was awesome. I don't know. Maybe that's just us, fucking taking advantage of being out of town and admiring something that we've never seen before but there's definitely that element of it just being unfamiliar but still i mean you go to other cities and instantly you know they suck <laughs> yeah uh aka cleveland uh yeah we, <laughs> cleveland wasn't the best well and also i've fucking i've driven through uh little rock and immediately driving through that place i'm like oh this place sucks oh yeah well it stinks it's yeah. fucking well it just looked like shit i, I you could feel like oh, i don't ever want to be here and if you live in little rock sorry your place sucks Sorry for you. Sorry, not sorry. No, dude, I, that's a lot of places in the south, though, man. You know, like most of my territory when I was working for my dad uh, was driving through the fucking swamps, dude. I mean, going from Mississippi to Louisiana, back to fucking Louisiana, back to Mississippi, just all up and down I twenty and these fucking shitty backwood roads. And hey, I can tell you what, there is fucking nothing there. A lot of dead bodies out there. A lot of dead bodies. A lot of dead people walking around. I mean, <laughs> dude, it's just terrible. It's it's so depressing because it you 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 see why people think that there's no hope coming from a place like that because all the buildings are dilapidated. There's no bustle like real businesses. I mean, there's fucking the auto body shop, a few other things, and a Dollar General. There's a like we were saying. There's a Dollar General in every bullshit town. In, United, in the United States. They're making money. Making hand over fist. Because, I mean, it, they have everything. They have everything. Yeah. Especially in these small towns. You got to think, that's the fucking, the Mecca. But, not, especially driving through Mississippi, man, that is probably the most shithole place in all of America. I've never been to Mississippi. Don't go. <laughs> Don't go. Uh, Mount Olive, Mississippi. Uh, home of Steve McNair. Shout out to Steve McNair. Steve McNair. The only reason I know that is because there's a giant-ass billboard that is half-faded and falling down. Oh, yeah. It says, Home of Steve McNair. Yeah, I've been there fucking probably 20 times. With work? Yeah, just passing through. It's only like a 1,000 people in the whole town. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that place was fucking legit, man. I could actually see myself uh, spending some time there. Dude, I bet you Pittsburgh in the summer is gorgeous. For sure. Gorgeous. Especially around get Lyme disease, though. Yes, yes. Well, all them fucking ticks. Well, it's everywhere in the Northeast. Yeah, the Northeast. Yeah. Stay the fuck away. I'm not about it. No, no, thank you. I, I do. I would love to go back, though. Like I said, especially in the summer. Dude, and you've been saying this a lot too. The 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 East just has so much better energy, so much fucking better energy. I mean, after being in New York in September. Pittsburgh now, dude. I fucking love the East Coast. I definitely like the terrain better, because um, like whenever you're you're driving west, it's extremely flat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until you probably, and I haven't driven all the way west, so I haven't got I haven't gotten a chance to like drive through the mountains like past uh, I don't know Avon, Colorado. So like two hours into the mountains, I haven't driven anything past that. So I mean. Once you get into the mountains, that's really beautiful. That's a nice drive. But I wouldn't, I'm not really, I don't think I'd want to live in those mountains. I wonder if it's just because, like, that terrain is real similar, like, similar to home. I like that better. Yeah. But 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I like it there regardless. I can't wait to get back to New York, though. Next weekend is going to be fucking amazing. New Year's Next Eve, weekend. Madison Square Garden. PFL, is that what that's called? Yeah, Professional Fighters League, the, the tournament finale. They're going to be handing out $6 million throughout the weight classes. That's a lot of money, man. It's, it's, I mean, for anybody, a yeah, million dollars is a whole lot of money. But for the fight game, especially MMA, I mean, it's damn near unheard of. Yeah. I mean, you get guys like DC and fucking Mighty Mouse, you know, two perennial all-timers, and they're not even, they're barely making that per fight if they're lucky with endorsements. Like Mighty Mouse's last contract was for 500000 flat. There was no show. There was no win bonus. He gets no respect, though. Absolutely no respect. You know what his check was from Reebok? Forty grand. That's not shit. Fuck no, that's not shit. He yet. could be getting that from one sponsor. Xbox was paying him like 150000 a fight. But he should also get the champion sponsor from uh, Monster as well, right? Yeah, which isn't it's much. much. It's it's uh, maybe another fifty in, in the grand scheme of things. It's not shit. It's not fucking shit. Man. I mean that that's the cost of your camp and your travel, and you know that's about it. Yeah. Especially after taxes are all said and done. But the whole fucking the whole fight game itself is fucking ass backwards, anyways. Yeah. But I think ESPN is going to help legitimize it to an extent. Um, once, once I think once the general population gets more and more involved in the sport, it'll help with the monetary value of it. Will it? I, I think only because of the Ali Act. Because most people don't know that there's not an Ali Act in MMA. No, yeah. And the, uh, the big wigs who own the UFC... I mean, they fought dil- at the time as the Fertitas. I imagine whoever's yeah. in power now is doing the same. I mean, they lobbied very hard to make sure that that isn't put in place. Right, but I, th- I think when you're when you're with a legitimate organization now like ESPN, as much as they are bullshit these days, they're still the number one you know sports media powerhouse in the fucking world. Yeah, I just see like so whenever, not whenever. Um, I guess. Everything that I've seen so far with MMA, as they've they've taken steps to you know legitimize it and make it more mainstream, it has the steps that have been taken only seem to screw over the fighters. I mean, it brings more value to the I guess the sport as a whole, but where like, what? like how are the fighters? Well, okay, so the Reebok deal was done because it was done in an effort to uniform like to to make a uniform type of uh you know appeal as far as visuals uh across the board right it was because nfl teams and all these other sports teams they have uniforms right so it was their attempt to implement a uniform well and 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 it helped it helped because of mainstream it helped the sell of the company too it it helped the sell yeah but they further the sport and and you know what i think that's that's kind of trial and error. At at some point, you got to kind of look at it like that, because it's it's the fir- that was the first real step in legitimization of a sport. You know, that's only been around for less than you know thirty years at this point. Yeah. And back then, it was twenty because we're at the twenty fifth anniversary of the UFC right now. And I think this is year six of the Reebok deal. Year five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So at at that point, yeah, it is trial and error, and I don't think they knew how much money these guys were making from fucking. Their, you know, I think they did. I think they just didn't care. That that had to be part of it too. But I didn't think they real. They definitely did not care. 
because at that move, that move was made by the Fertitas, and they right. obviously just they whatever was best for them is what they did. And at the at the end of the day, as a corporation, you do have to do that. But now, being a legitimate, I, I shouldn't say being a legitimate, but working towards more legitimization, is going to be the best thing for the sport. Dude, did you say I could drink this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or at least take drink a drink. I'm so thirsty. I'm so parched. Parched. I got another. Is this snowing? It is. I think oh we're goodness. fucking hitting some snow. I wish it would have snowed at the goddamn game. Yeah, dude. Shout out to fucking my my boy Josh Luna for hooking us up today. Shout out to Luna. Yeah. So the reason we the the whole the whole reason for this entire trip was um, a guy in my fantasy football league, Josh Luna, bought a, a, a box at the Browns versus Bengals game for our entire league just to celebrate. You know, us <laughs> us being a league, and it's fucking. It was amazing. I've sat in boxes before at other events, but um, you know, never in a, in a private suite with just my friends. Just and, your boys. Yeah, just my boys, and we just got to fucking wild out and good food and good times. Good food, good times, good friends, man. Yeah, those are all good people, man. And you know, I can't thank you enough for you know inviting me on this adventure with you, dude. Dude, absolutely. And uh, fucking thanks, Luna. You know, thank you, Luna, for allowing me to attend that game. You know, I'm not in the fantasy team. I'm, I'm not even a big fan of sports, man. But I fucking, I definitely enjoyed going to that. I, I enjoy being in the atmosphere. I can go to any sporting event because I really enjoy the atmosphere. Well, you enjoy competition as well, too. Yeah, and it's not like I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at and I don't understand football because I definitely do. Right. But, uh, yeah, dude, that's cool. So I've been to four football games, and they've all been in different stadiums. And, you know, I've never paid for a single one. <laughs> I think you're a mooch, Adam Aaron. I fucking, I guess. <laughs> I, I think I'm just a fucking awesome friend. Yeah, lucky as shit. Lucky as shit. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. None of them are intended. So in high school, my, my friend invited me to the Denver-Kansas City game and Kansas City. And then, like I said, I went to the Rams game. That was just a free ticket because the Rams were on their way out and they are just giving away tickets. Right. And then I went last year with my brother, and then this year, and then this one with you. So four different stadiums. You yeah, damn, you damn near got as many stadiums as I do knocked off my list, and I've been to probably probably seventy pro football games. God damn, bro! Yeah, I've been to four between between Rams and, and two of Chiefs them were my favorite teams. Yeah, well, yeah. But two of them, yeah, my favorite team. Only yeah, one favorite team. One favorite team. <laughs> if how could you have a favorite team and not even really watch football? I, there's a lot of people that do that. It works. There's a lot of people. Either uh, way, though. It hey, was my a good favorite hockey team is the Blues, and I don't give a fuck about hockey other than the Blues. Put so. on for your city, bro. Goddamn right. Yeah, either way, I appreciate it. It was a great time, dude. That fucking that atmosphere was, was great, and it was the quickest game ever. 2.45, man. Two hours and 45 minutes. It's they blew a, out the Bengals. Yeah, they, they didn't even start. I mean, at, at halftime, the Bengals had negative yards. For real? Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Browns put up four times as many yards as the Bengals did today. Yeah, man, they were going in. But Bengals didn't have their quarterback. They didn't have their number one receiver. They were missing you know, like four, four guys on defense. But, uh, hey, we saw a W. What are you going to do, man? Right. You what still got to show up and play. Still got to show up and play. It's all right. Those though. young men. It's it's weird now. We were talking about, about it. I don't know if it was to Columbus or maybe on the way to Pittsburgh or something, but, like, I'm at the age to where those guys are, like, you know, people my age are fucking vets, like, on their way yeah, out of the sport. Yeah, they're starting to retire. Yeah, they're on their way out of the sport, man. Like, so now I just see young kids playing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think there's, there's probably, I'd say 40% of the league might be over 30. 
Yeah, I mean, that. there are definitely people if out that. there doing it. You know what I mean? And, but and still, that's that's not a lot. Not a lot. That's I mean, not, not in the sporting world. No. In the professional sporting world, well, over 30 is. Well, football especially. You know, oh, yeah. When the dude. average career is three and a half seasons. God damn, it's just a train wreck. So bad for the body. <sighs> Don't get me started. But I love it. Who doesn't? But so I many people do. So much. Distraction and cost. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the closest thing other than fighting. We have to modern day gladiators. I mean, really, that's probably it's the most violent sport that there is other than fighting. Yeah. And you know, if you just gather in and watch. Well, it's fucking, war, right? I yeah. mean, it's, it's it's war strategy. I yeah. mean, it's you you put your fucking. Yeah, the real ga- the real plan. games won in in the press boxes between the offensive and defensive coordinators. Yeah, man. I mean, they're. They're definitely playing a different game. They're, it's, I mean, that's that's chess up there. Yeah. Especially at that level. And you're relying on your soldiers to fucking perform. And that's scary. That's fucking. And that those are the guys that lose their jobs because the people under the, underneath them aren't performing. Mm-hmm. You know, a wide receiver misses a fucking route five plays in a row, and that you know that coach gets fired. You know, next week. But it's like, what what am I supposed to do because this guy doesn't study his playbook? Yeah, what the fuck are you supposed to do? You know. Man, the turnover rate of these players is probably insane. The coaches, too. The coaches, too. Yeah. You know. And and most of those guys don't don't make money. They nowhere near what, uh, especially one, what the players are making. Oh, no. You know, at the end of the day, like, it's not going to operate without these guys. Well, that's why you got head coaches leaving the pros to go to the college. Because they will fucking rack out. The boosters pay for your houses, a la Nick Saban. <laughs> My man lives in a twelve thousand dollar—I mean, twelve million dollar house for free. Yeah, on top of a nine million dollar salary. Fucking colleges make me sick. The NCA clearinghouse. Oh, you mean the NCAA slave trade? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's fucking disgusting. Makes me fucking sick. University of Texas making over one hundred twenty million dollars just off their football program last year, and. You know what they did? They put 40-inch flat screens on top of everybody's locker instead of uh, cutting them a check. God damn. Yeah, yeah, they're improving their program. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. kids don't give a fuck about those flat screen TVs. Fuck no, because most of those kids can't eat when they're home during the summer. And that's why these kids get busted selling crack, because they go back to these fucking, you know, ghettos in you know South Central, wherever the hell they're at. Man, you got to pay these kids their value. Absolutely. At least, at least pay them a wage to live. Yeah. Okay. If if you pay every single one of these guys thirty two thousand dollars a year, that's not shit. Hey, coach is still making more. Co- oh my God, coach is making more than everybody on the team salary combined. I, but you know what? But the 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 argument is is what about the guys who aren't on scholarships? What? The argument is what about the guys that aren't on scholarships? Do you pay them? No. You don't pay them. The guys well, who are still at every single practice. The guy that has to work a, a, a job because he's not on scholarship and he's got to pay his own way through school and he's just still trying to play ball. Well, does the CEO get paid the same as the janitor? No, but that the CEO of that team is the head coach. Does the VP still get paid more than the fucking... That's the assistant coach. No, it's not. Who's the v, who's the VP then? Well, but if we're just talking about positionals. Okay, so take out C-suite. Like, so, we're, okay, no, because... So you have the GM, right? Okay, and then you have you know head coach and offensive coordinator and defensive and coordinator, hourly, and then your hourly employees, right? Which are, which are your players, right? Well, you have your C-suite, which is which is those people, mm-hmm. and then you can still have VPs and shit. Not like senior vice presidents. You're like your senior <laughs> vice presidents, like you know that's your you know your chief marketing officer. That's your, your quarterback. Coach. 
No, your your quarterback's not even that. Your quarterback would be just like a vice president. Just a VP. The VP operations, that's your quarterback? I mean, that's just your VP. He's running shit. You know what I mean? That's it. It's VP of operations. <laughs> you report to me. You report Check to in me. the coach. Yeah. You're damn right. For real. So the long snapper makes five bucks a game. That's what we're saying, right? <laughs> no. Well, I'm just saying... So there's always this argument, right? Well, the kids are getting free school. Well, you know what? For some of those kids, that's good enough. Yeah. You're 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 getting a piece of paper, and you're not. We're not going to put you in a fucking hole to get it. You're not going to be in a mountain of debt. Don't worry, we got you covered, kid. You can start life on a good note. However, this this other kid over here, we just sold fucking three hundred thousand jerseys at Walmart with his number on the back of yep. it. So maybe we pay him a little bit more. Instead of uh, suspending him for trading Oh, and what about the gymnastics team? Well, you know what? When the gymnastics team brings me fucking... $120 million. Yeah, then we could talk. Yeah. But until then, guess who just paid for your fucking... Your parallel bars and your fucking... Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. in your chalk. Like, get out of here. Yeah. It's like it's like WNBA. You know, you know, the NBA runs the WNBA, right? I didn't even know there was a WNBA still. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't I don't know. They play 32 games a year and most of these girls make their money playing overseas. Hey, can they dunk? Nope. Oh, okay. Hey, and you know what? I, and, and <laughs> you know what? People are going to hate me for that, but I don't care cuz I don't fucking watch it. And I don't who well, dude, I don't I don't watch the men either, so I'm especially not going to watch the women. Who who aren't dunking and they're bounce passing and and you know what? They don't want to lower the hoop. The women don't want to lower the hoop. You know, Justin, we had a fucking riveting game today. It was a nail-biter. We fucking had a high-scoring game of 30 to 45. Yes. That is, <laughs> that is a WNBA game. Yep. Fuck, fuck out of here. Yeah. Defense is cool. Right. I, I'd rather see defense in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when we can make contact. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to see you fucking lay it up from inside the paint. And I'm just an asshole time. who doesn't watch sports anyway. Well, Maybe I would if it wasn't so boring. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the WNBA. But they go on fucking tirades about equality and shit. No, no, no. We're, we're talking about equality of outcome here, right? You know, like you, you're... Equality does not equal equality of outcome. That's where people fuck up. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you're putting in 6,000 people in the seats. Yeah, that, I mean... That, that, that doesn't cut it. That doesn't cut it. And, and the you, NBA... And you gave away a third of them. Right. Yeah, right. And the NBA loses money p- putting on the WNBA. Like, in operating costs. You know, man, I, f- I feel like maybe you should just stop it after college. Or you can continue, like, a high-level amateur career no, into the Olympics. O- you go play overseas. Go play overseas. If they want to watch it. They do. They pay you over there. They make more money playing overseas than they do over here. Exactly. So, bye. See ya. Yeah, but we're weird in America. I got to beef with football. Why is that? Because we call it football. That's stupid. The game always starts with the foot. No, no. It there's does. a sport that's already called football Not by here. the rest of the world. And, Not we here, actually, goddamn and you actually use your foot. Football. Hey, use your foot to, <laughs> football. Ki- to kick off. That's how the game starts no, with your foot, nigga, No, <laughs> uh, Sorry, pal. That's not how it works. Oh, I have a beef with that. Why do we call it soccer? That's stupid. Hey, it's number one sport. We, number one sport in the, the world is called fo- number one sport in the world is called football. Why don't we use the metric system? That's it's stupid too. America, baby. Also, why do we use Fahrenheit? That's dumb too. Celsius. Zero is well, zero is fucking freezing. freezing. Hundred's boiling. I zero to a hundred. Real quick. 
real quick. Real Pretty quick. simple. Exactly. We have songs. We can teach little kids this shit. <laughs> Drake is going to single-handedly teach us the metric system. Come on now. Let's get it. I'll be down. I'll Fucking be meters, down. not feet. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't like Yeah, kilos. but I still can't do kilograms. Pounds are just easier for two, me. 2.2 2 kilos to a pound. That's how I feel. Yeah, 2.2. 2. No, 2.2 2. 2 pounds to a kilo. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Come so. on now. You failed. Oh, I, I failed freshman algebra. <clears throat> failed freshman algebra. Shout out to Gaylord Eugene Quigley. Yeah. Motherfucker. Daughter's an Olympian, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Colleen Quigley. She, and she's fine as shit. Fine as fuck, dude. She run the, ran the steeplechase at... Uh, I want to say Florida State, and then, or, no, it's either Florida State or Oregon. But now she lives in Oregon and trains at the fucking Nike headquarters and is on the Olympic team. She's a monster, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I said, and she's a dime, solid dime. <laughs> yeah. Fucking athlete, bro. Yes. Dude, those dudes in the NFL, those are like some of the best athletes in the world. The best athletes in the world, in my opinion. It's just amazing. You know, I was thinking, though, man, some of the best athletes in the world, including those guys, they're very unbalanced. And that's for with a purpose, right? I mean, they're everything that they do in all their training is designed for this one thing. So, like, these athletes, especially you look at these young killers coming out of high school and even coming out of college, like, they don't even have, like, a good squat no. or a good hip hinge or like, just terrible movement and body mechanics in general, but they're but they're designed for to do what they do well. Right. And, and you see these guys, like, especially now on, like, Instagram, 15-year-old kids who are fucking – deadlifting 650 pounds in the middle of the weight room and it's just ah, ah, everybody going nuts afterwards <laughs> i used to do that shit not fuck that yeah. i didn't lift that weight but i was going crazy yeah fuck yeah like that's real primal shit in a weight room like that i don't think people have ever been who've never been there will ever understand i love lifting heavy shit man it just feels so good yeah yeah. Fucking doing deadlifts, doing T-bar rows. As much as I love doing mobility work and just movement and uh, and just all of these different unconventional like modalities and those practices, Functional. I just I just love picking up heavy shit. Yeah, at the end it. of the day, it feels good. At the end of the day, I know I could go in there and fucking do some deadlifts, feel like a complete ass afterwards because I just drained my whole body. And it'll be wonderful. Dude, I feel so good. The <laughs> other day, I went and did uh, three or four fucking sets of deadlifts. And then uh, I did some pull-ups. And I just sat in the sauna for about 20 minutes. Dude, and that's that a was, great workout. That was a great workout, man. I felt great. It was really posterior dominant. But fucking stretched out my shoulders and everything because I did some hanging while I was on the pull-ups. And um, I didn't do any more than five reps. You know, just kind of greasing the groove. And that was just kind of secondary work after doing my deadlifts. That's a, that's that's a big thing I, I've been doing a lot, especially when I lift like more power lifting style, like just with like you said squats, T bar rows, fucking deadlifts. I only do five by fives. Yeah. Only do five by fives, and, and if if I'm doing anything over body weight. Yeah, I focused on strength for a really long time, so I wasn't doing you know too much over five. Um, I've been kind of doing a little bit uh, more endurance more recently so i've been doing more reps except what i what i want to start implementing is uh i was looking over my notes and one of the best things you can do for endurance is kind of is is maintain that burn uh so for example say you're doing squats right right so you can go all the way down and you can go all the way up right so when you're standing all the way up you're not really burned you know because you're not really uh you're not very activated right you're locked out and at the very bottom say you did 
sit all the way down and like there's a position there's like at that 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 bottom position you're in a spot to where like you're you're everything might not be activated right so you're just gonna what you want to do for endurance is not go all the way up but not go all the way down but stay in between that mm -hmm. and go up and down from there like on that in between you know what i mean so don't ever go to the complete ends of your range of motion just staying in between your range of motion constantly under so tension. there's constant tension so there's that time under tension and then you're going to build that endurance that way hmm. so if you take it to bench right so don't right. ever walk all the way out don't ever come all the way down right so you're always in tension and you're just constantly you just pump them out and you can do uh i don't know fucking six to eight reps and you just do more re i think pavel would just say do uh Actually, I'd have to look at the fucking notes to say if he did. I can't remember if he just. No, he said do more sets for for hypertrophy is what it was. Yeah, you just do more sets. No more no more reps, just more sets for for hypertrophy. Hmm. But for endurance, more reps. The longer you can stay within that you know that burn zone is where you're going to be better off. The burn zone. Yeah, I just made up the burn zone, but. No, that's uh, <laughs> they have that on like. Like old school treadmills. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you get to this certain heart rate, you're <laughs> in the burn zone. You're in the burn zone. Heart rate training is legit, though. I, I I'd like to do more of that and just kind of study how it affects my body, because I most of my training, especially when like I lift heavy, I don't get my heart rate up a lot. Right. You know, I don't do a lot of circuit training. And you don't want to for for strength. Yeah, but I and really all of my training in general, other, unless it's Unless I'm doing sprints or I'm doing jiu-jitsu, I, I really don't sweat much when I, when I work out. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't get my heart rate up. It may not be a bad thing. I think it just depends on what you want to do. Yeah, that, and like I said, that's why I want to test and see the difference that it makes in, in my, my own physical self. Dude, I have got to get an aura ring. What? So are you familiar with what – we talked about the aura ring, right? So a, a little bit. We, we were talking about the difference between Fitbits and smartwatches. And then you said something about the aura ring, and we yeah. probably went on 20 different tangents after that. So for the folks listening, and I'll tell it to you. So the aura ring, O-U-R-A, and apparently it's the like the most accurate way to uh, track your sleep. It's a, it's a ring that you wear, and uh, it monitors. It gives you all of these different uh, readings. So it'll tell you, I guess, you know how long you're in like these different... Uh, like uh stages of like sleep. what stage you're in yeah sorry folks it's late it's fucking what what time is it Six thirty on a long trip 7 30 here seven yeah i guess well we're gonna we're traveling through time right traveling through time fucking yeah spaceman my point is the words aren't coming to me so well right now but especially all the fucking traveling we've been doing we've, God damn. we've put in over probably 20 hours worth of driving in the last 72 hours at least not even 72 hours probably 50 hours yeah we, we put in a lot either way so <laughs> it, it, it measures all these different biomarkers um apparently it uses like an infrared light as opposed to like a green light which a lot of these other uh watches they use these green lights so we have these photoreceptors in our cells i think the red light has less of effect on the photoreceptor so it doesn't affect your sleep as much and from a heart rate monitoring perspective it, if you if you track your resting heart rate when you wake up, if it's you know five to ten beats higher in the morning, that can, that can be an indicator that you're overtrained and maybe it's a good and that's a good day to dial it back. So knowing what your baseline is and being able to follow that, uh, you know, tracking your uh, 
your resting heart rate in the morning will kind of tell you where you are and how hard you can push it that day. So, wait, wait, wait. Back, back that up for the dumb guy right here. Um, if your heart rate is higher in the morning, that's a sign that you're overtrained. Yeah, so you need to get a be- you need to get a baseline, right? Okay. So say your baseline is in the morning, I don't know, 58 beats per minute. But you've been training hard, maybe you fucking drank a little bit last night, you didn't uh, or whatever the case may be is you didn't rest well. All right? Maybe you're a little overtrained. You wake up the next day, you're 5 to 10 beats higher than your normal heart rate. That's a good indicator that you need to rest that day or maybe it's an active recovery day and you dial it back. So you're overtrained. You may not feel it necessarily because that's that's a small in, you know that's a small thing. You may not feel that. You may not know that. Right. But and that's what that tells us. And, and what causes the heart rate to increase? Do you know? Oh well, that's your your body's working harder because you're overtrained. It, it hasn't properly recovered. Gotcha. It okay. need it needs time to to recover. And it's pumping more blood and oxygen. It's working harder to try and recover your the rest of your body. Um, now I don't know all of the science. I'm not going to fucking pretend. But, I mean, I'm just going to simply say that, uh, you know, it just needs more time to recover. I don't know what. Because you what, need to fucking rest. Well, okay? I don't know what processes <laughs> are happening. Shit, man. Your mitochondria need more ATP. Fuck. I think <laughs> it might. Uh, yeah, no, anyway, the aura ring, dude. So, yeah, it fucking uses these infrareds. It ter- apparently, it takes an ungodly number amount of readings uh, in a short amount of time, like more readings than anybody else. So let's just look at the website here since I've pulled it yeah. up here. Hit that, uh, hit that about us. Yeah, that's where I'm at here. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. So it has the infrared LEDs. So measuring, so it says me- measuring blood volume, uh, me- measuring blood volume pulse directly from the palmar arteries of the finger. So I don't know if the finger is more accurate or not. Huh. Um text the amplitude and intensity of your body movement automatically recognizes that you're active and and tracks the time you were inactive during the day um says the aura ring registers your body temperature reading every minute while you sleep by comparing that value to values from earlier night it indicates your body's temperature baseline and any variations from it uh Ordering tracks you 24-7 so you can build an accurate, insightful baseline of information about yourself from which you can grow and improve. Sleep better, improve your performance, be ready, blah, blah, blah. Buy the aura ring. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, I'm fucking, I'm about it. I'm definitely getting it. If I don't get it for Christmas, I'm fucking getting it. I don't know if they still have the fucking deal, but on it had a, uh, they had the guy on the uh, total human, total human, total human optimization hour dude i fucking that's a long name yeah that's way too long for me i hate that shit you know what it rolls off a rolls off of kyle kingsbury's tongue smoothly but fuck that the on it podcast the on it fucking podcast man i like it maybe you do on it podcast with a semicolon but let's not call it that anymore because that's just too fucking long anyway well we'll we'll tag them in the the show comments (laughs) like they give a fuck about what i have to say no no, absolutely. Not, especially <laughs> not the people that are on it. They're like, oh, oh, God, yeah. Oh, cool. We'll go back to cashing these checks. Hater? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not hating. Anyway, guys, just, I just say just I, I can't I can't fucking say it. I'm not that good of a speaker. Uh, Says it, the guy who has a podcast. <laughs> anyway, so, dude, they're about it. I fucking believe in it from the research that I've done. And uh, my girlfriend has a I, uh, an Apple Watch, and I can already tell you I don't think it's that accurate. So... 
I don't know how. I, I, there's no way I could sleep with a fucking watch on. I make sure she puts it on fucking airplane mode because I'm not about those EM fucking Fs. Well, so it's it's not even going to get the fucking... It's not even get get a get an accurate reading. Yeah. Electromagnetic motherfucking wave. At frequency. Frequency. <laughs> EMF. Electromagnetic fucking waves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Electromagnetic frequencies. Um, let me see here. What... what well, don't don't just stop there. Make sure you tell them how you turn off the Wi-Fi in your house, everything else that emits waves and energy while you're sleeping. Yeah. Oh, dude, everything, man, everything. Fucking. Oh, yeah. So it'll help you with your heart rate va- variability, Whoa. your body temperature trends, your respiratory rate, your fucking resting heart rate. Help you with your fucking recovery optimization. Dude, this thing does so much. Dude, I hope it helps this guy in front of me learn how to fucking drive so he doesn't cut me off again. It gives you alerts if you're being inactive. Obviously, it counts your steps. Dude, I want one of these. You're just on it, huh? Yep. That was such a clever name. On it or the aura ring? No, on it. O-N-N-I-T. Just get on it. I'm on it. I'm on it, baby. Exactly. I want to know how they... I want to know who came up with that. I don't know, man. Think it was Aubrey? Maybe. Possibly, he's a, he's probably. A fucking guy. It was good. So, guys, if you want to use the aura ring, I'll put it. In, I'll put a link in the show notes. I won't make any money off of it, but you know what? You guys might like it. Use the code word on it. That it, it's still. It maybe it's valid still. I don't know, but you might save some money. Um, I'm about it. I'm getting one. These things are awesome. There's a whole bunch of fucking lasers too, or LED lights. Lasers so. for LED lights for what? Lasers. What? Laser, blazer, to, and taser. To, to read. <laughs> for the readings. O-U-R-A, com. Go to it. This is not a paid advertisement. This Shout out just, to Better Sleep. This is just me liking stuff. Shout out to fucking Better Sleep, baby. I'm about it, man. I, I fucking geek out on all these numbers and shit. You obsess over them. That's the real I don't <laughs> want to obsess over that's it. That's the real words. Well, here's the thing, though. I just I would like to have that information. I don't have any of the information. Yeah. <sighs> but you, you, go on, you go on these kicks, you'll find one thing, and then it's you know everything about it within a week. That's how you do it, though. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got it. I'm a master. We're, go- we're on to the next one. Yeah, man. But um, I, um, I bought a glucose monitor, and I haven't been as consistent with that as I need to be. Like what? Like if you had diabetes? Like yeah, to check my blood, my blood glucose, blood glucose, like in the morning, so I can check my fasting glucose, and then so I can see how I react to certain um, like carbohydrates and different things, and just different foods in general. And um, I surprisingly return to baseline pretty quick. I actually have a little bit of a high baseline, which I read can be common for people who um, don't eat a lot of carbohydrates and tend to fast a lot, have mm-hmm. a higher fat diet. So. And what else have you found from it? I don't know. I haven't, dove, I haven't fucking dived deep enough into it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've never done any of that shit. Although, I can tell you, man, I fucking ate, like, a whole goddamn, what are those, like, three liters? Like, those oval ice creams? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a pint or whatever. It's bigger yeah. than a pint. It's bigger than a pint. A gallon? It's like the one you get for, like, I don't know, like, two bucks or something. Okay. It's like an oval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Either way, I've eaten, like, a whole... No, bigger than that. I've eaten, like, a whole one of those. 
Because <laughs> I'm a fat dude. Ice cream is my weakness, Me dude. Me too, bro. I love it. Me fucking I can, too. And people think I'm joking, man. They think, oh, nah, man, you don't eat that much ice cream. Listen, I can eat so much ice cream, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so <laughs> I ate a ton. I thought for sure, man. Like my blood, like my, I was like, man, my levels are going to be off the charts. Nope, dude, check them, dude. They were probably like 110. Like it wasn't anything crazy. I'm like, I can't believe this. Like these should be off the charts right now. Golden gooses, baby. For now, I mean, it's probably. Be, I mean, you can't do it on all the time, right? That's where people fuck up. They they live like that all the time. Right. I don't. I don't. I I don't buy it because I know if I do it, I'll eat it in a day. I have no self control. Oh, I have a hard time. I'm none. Past Dairy Queen at the gym. I have to get off at a different exit, like <laughs> on my way home. Yeah, man. The 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 thing is, you have to like put things into place, and just deny yourself those things. Yes. Like if you know that they're going to like it's a trigger food or it's a trigger to like set you off down a path, like you have to fucking like I just don't buy certain things as much as I love it. Yeah. People it hurts. think that's crazy. Well, because people are crazy. Because they would, because, well, you love it, then you should yeah. buy it. No, man, I shouldn't buy it because I love it. Right, That's why I shouldn't buy it. There's a reason why I love this shit, because it's bad for I me. I will kill myself with this. Dude, I, I'm telling you, especially fucking ice. Dude, there's a place downtown called Clementine's. Oh, yeah? Have you been there? No. It's uh, in Lafayette Circle. It's a boozy ice cream place. Ooh. Dog. God, dog. I love boozy ice cream Even their, shakes, but, bro. But, but their regular ice cream <sighs> is just Get fucking some Bailey's. Uh, Some coffee ice cream. Dude, I, I had a uh, I had a coffee whiskey fucking like it was it was just regular ice cream. It mm. wasn't like a shake or nothing, but it was like it was uh coffee mocha but with whiskey flavor in it. Oh. Dude, it was so a bourbon. It was so fucking good, dude. It sounds good. The whole place, man. I like ice cream. It's like right it's right across the street from Forest Park. Yeah. What do you like better? Do you like ice cream, gelato, or custard? Oh, fuck custard, for one. Custard's overrated. Custard sucks. Frozen yogurt sucks. I like frozen yogurt. Fuck Froyo. I forgot about that. Yeah, because it's bullshit. That's why you forgot about it. No, because, dude, listen. I go in there, man. I get my motherfucking cheesecake frozen yogurt. I put some graham cracker uh, crumbles in there. I put some cheesecake bites in there. I'm fucking set. Sometimes I mix it with the strawberry Froyo in there, and I get some fucking strawberry cheesecake going. That's just fire. I don't know what you're talking about. better if it was cheesecake ice cream. Listen, <laughs> sometimes, I don't know, man, it's a little bit of a different consistency. It, it is. You're definitely right about that. It's I like it. It's the consistency of trash. Oh. Anyway. No, I'm, dude, I'll tell you what. I'm a <laughs> sherbet guy. I'm a big sherbet oh. guy. <laughs> oh. The candy. That's the candy of the ice cream world. Goddamn right. Some rainbow sherbet, Fuck. some orange sherbet. It's the only two flavors you can get. Oh, bro, I've had raspberry sherbet. Yeah, there is raspberry. Oh, that's the fire, There too. are a lot of different flavors you can get nowadays. Happy China. On fucking Olive and Fifi, always got the raspberry sherbet. Huh. Super. That's my shit. Man, you know what, man? Growing up, I used to like going to Sonic and getting the uh, Butterfinger Concretes or the Blizzards. I don't know what the fuck they called them there. One of the two. Concrete, Blizzard, all the same shit. I I always used to get the Cherry Limeade Slushies there. That Mm. was the business. Good shit. Dude, I haven't had it. Bro, I haven't had like a, a real slushie in so fucking long. Yeah. I love. I used to. I used to love slushies. I used to go to Sonic and get the uh, Powerade slushies. Those are my fucking jam. Dude, now they got nerd slushies. 
Oh, for real? Uh, yeah, that's what Kylie gets every time. Mm. She'll get like sour blue raspberry with nerds in it. I was so convinced that Powerade was hydrating, like it was hydrating me. So I'm like, oh yeah, we're fuck. good, we're good. Man, there used to be a McDonald's right around the corner from uh, from the gym, mm-hmm. and uh, after practice, I'd get off and go get like a big ass 32 ounce Powerade yeah, for a dollar eight. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know the deal. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like hell yeah, and I would just suck that shit down. In retrospect, as, as the output that I had, that's probably not that bad for me, considering the output. Like, for example, Michael Phelps, he puts down an ungodly amount of food. And like 10,000 calories a and, day. And, he'll, and it's, some of it's like <sighs> Red Bulls and shit like that, which, I mean, who knows what that's doing to your heart. We don't know, like, what the long-term repercussions of taurine and different – is it taurine? I think it, it's, Taurine and niacin. Yeah, and, well, niacin is – we know what niacin does. There's a, it's jacked full of it. But uh, but I think it's the taurine. But we don't. But shit, I think that's illegal in in Europe. You can't even buy Red Bull in Europe. That's just illegal. You know there was a class action lawsuit against Red Bull like I want to say like six years ago now because it didn't actually give you wings. Shut up. Yeah, that was like the major claim, and the other one like uh, there was like a few other things behind it. Like people are stupid. Um, there was less caffeine in one Red Bull than a cup of coffee. I did. I did read that. Then a regular cup of coffee. Yeah, people were fucking outraged. Well, it's because you're getting all jacked off the sugar. Yeah. What the fuck you think? Right. Retards. We're just we're we're always living this constant experiment, right? So we thought people were stupid when everybody was smoking in airports and doctors' offices and everywhere you went. People are smoking. You know what I mean? We doctors look, thought it was cool. Doctors we look back on, you know, airplane. We look back on that. It's like, you guys are fucking crazy. What are you doing? We know what cigarettes do. Yet, we think it's totally okay to have, like, cell phones next to our head. And it's totally okay to, like, suck on fucking... Uh, vape pens. Yeah, like, vape pens to help you quit smoking cigarettes. And like like all of these like and it's okay just to fucking just wash everything down with an energy drink and it's just like whoa 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 pump the brakes bro like we don't know what any of this shit is doing to you like it, you realize how new this is like this way of living is brand new when, what are you talking about when people are like oh well vaping's healthier than cigarettes shut the fuck up you have Dude. no idea hey you, you know you, yeah propylene glycol and vegetable glycerin can bust that and suck it down that's probably good for you too huh? no i don't even know how i feel about like <clears throat> with with like cbd or thc or, or any of those products with the fucking those oil cartridges even to be honest well, well and a lot of them now they've uh, because it's so bad and you know most of the you know the cannabis industry is built on you know trying to be healthy like that's yeah. You know, so a lot of the new cartridges, um, you know, the, the the wax cartridges, they don't have any additives or they're solvent free. Like uh, it's it'll be 100 percent wax and just terpenes. Yeah. And they're getting healthier. Um, I mean, you know, the, the earlier forms of, ac- you know, extraction, they had to use butane. Yeah. Uh, and, propane and, and then or, now you can just do it with like heat. Yeah. that's they, Yeah. You so. can actually do it with uh, it's like CO2 and air pressure and. There's all kinds of shit. Yeah, so, I mean, we're advancing. We're learning, but still. Still, man, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. How do we, we – that was a jump. How do we get there? A time jump? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? We cross it back into central time? No. We, we jumped to, uh, to the oil cartridges from somewhere. Uh, we mm. were talking about – 
Smoking cigarettes and unhealthy habits. <laughs> That's really Oh, up. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Drinking Red Bulls. Red Bulls being illegal in Europe. Yeah, and also I was talking about how his – so he had such a high energy output that it didn't matter what the fuck he was eating. Like, he was using it. Yeah, everything. You know what I mean? Now, some people use that to a detriment, right? Because – so there's this term. I have this problem where I feel like everybody knows what I know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if, I, if I've told you this or not. But there's this term called – it's, it's normal weight, metabolically obese, meaning you may look fine. You may even have a fucking six-pack, which is – this is the issue with if it fits your micros. You may look fine on the surface. You may have a normal weight, but underneath the hood, like, you are fucking wrecked. Like, you might as well be diabetic. Like, you might be pre-diabetic. Like, you are fucking trash. You're skinny fat. Dude, and that, was, that was my problem for a long time, and I was having terrible fucking stomach issues. Like, put it in the hospital three times within eight months because of it. And then I cut out the dairy, and I cut out gluten, and I cut out fucking processed sugar, and I I can think. <laughs> I'm I'm not up all night long unless I choose to be. Yeah. I fucking I don't spend five hours on the toilet a day because I'm dying in agony because my insides are falling out of me. Yeah. Like, and there's there's so many people who go through that every day and think it's just fucking. It's just crazy. It's normal life. It's not. It's not like people are like oh I'm fine I'm fine. We well, don't know how fine you can feel until you're feeling better. Yeah, I tell that all the time. Like, yeah. you don't know how good you can feel until you feel it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the way to do it. No, I have that fucking conversation with my dad all the fucking time. Oh, dude. God damn it, dude. Yeah, well, when you're fucking working 75 hours a day and you don't sleep and, you know, when you are home, you're on vacation and you're not sleeping there, it's like, you got to fucking take, gotta take a time. Struggle's to, real, dude. To fucking rest and relax and actually cleanse your fucking body and get that shit out for at least 24 hours yeah give it 24 hours of a break <laughs> just get some, i just wish people would prioritize sleep you know what i mean like you know you joked about it with me at the at the gym i mean that's i that's what i, I always start talking to people yeah. about sleep yeah every every day <laughs> every single day so like, i'm not feeling good how'd you sleep last night people <laughs> think i'm fucking crazy dude you are a little crazy but that's okay i am crazy it's okay you wouldn't be where you at if you weren't but like no but <laughs> Everybody thinks they need to do more. These these fighters, they want to do more. They want to practice longer. But how about we practice efficiently, and how about we use our time wisely? Well, you we gotta, fucking rest. You're, you're also expecting, one, people to use their time wisely, which never happens anyways. No. And then you get to fighters. I've never met one fighter who's been on time for fucking anything in their life, let alone use their time properly. Oh, man. Yeah. It's part of the lifestyle, though. Yeah, well, I guess. I, I mean, mean, I was a fighter at one point. It wasn't as bad as all those guys. No, like we, like we always talk about, there's outliers in every situation. Oh, God damn. That's uh, why so many fighters get sued by all these different uh, promotions and shit. They sign contracts that they don't understand. Yeah. They're bad at business. Because most guys aren't businessmen. They're fucking... Most guys who get punched in the face for a living aren't businessmen. Yeah. Now, I'm sure some fighters, they get sued uh, when they shouldn't. But Yes. <laughs> that's I, unfortunate. That's that's part of the game too. But I wonder which. I mean, I'm sure they're not the major majority. I would hope they're not the majority. I would assume they're not. Yeah, but, but it happens, I guess. Well, it, it, I mean, I've never been sued. Thank goodness. Well, people get sued for fucking no reason all the time. But. I yeah, know. I don't know. I I always just upheld my contract. Well, that's because you're a man. <laughs> man of your word. Oh my goodness. No, but. I, I don't know. I think as the sport is getting 
like like we were talking about earlier, more and more mainstream. We'll, I think we'll see hopefully less of that because it's it's going to weed out these bullshit promoters at the lower level because there's so many guys who are in it just to fucking try and make money. But when you're fucking everybody over and there's now real organizations that aren't, yeah, it, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna die down. I think a lot of those guys. Um, I think we've already went through that time exactly where we had those guys and they've already been weeded out. And if any are uh, still around, they <coughs> are. Oscar like, De La Hoya. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're at the tail end. Well, I feel like once you get to a, a, a big a big uh, a big promotion, that, that's a little bit different. But from like a local scene perspective, you got a lot of those guys that are fucking gone, and then it's just pretty much those like uh those pretty big like mid-level regional scene promotions now dude and there's some giant ones fucking popping up man but you're talking about de la hoya like yeah you that, know, he's that's just a, a piece of shit that's just a, that's a whole different story i don't know shit about that i just want to throw him under the bus every time i can <laughs> i'll tell you what he's getting fucking canelo paid yo you see that meme that said like uh something like every golden boy promotion fight looks like a gay marriage or something <laughs> <laughs> because there's two dudes like super close like they're about to kiss and it's oscar de la hoya behind them <laughs> yeah just eyeing them down <laughs> dude at that at that chuck and tito press conference when they're like talking about oh dana white and the ufc they don't respect their fighters oscar couldn't name one fighter on the card other than chuck and tito and he pronounced chuck's name wrong for real? Yeah, you call Chuck Lydell. Um, Lydell. They just kept saying that over and over and over and over. Oh, wow. And, and couldn't name anybody behind him. He's like, oh, we got a lot of great fighters on the card, like um, these guys behind us. <laughs> like all those guys over there. Yeah. All the guys over there. Dude, I fucking cokehead. Uh, Dude, you know there's that picture that's been going around forever of him and, like, the fishnets and the high heels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, I want to know. If he was blackmailed into that. You know what, dude? Maybe he likes it. I don't care if he does. I don't care if he does either, but I don't think he would want it out. Yeah, you know, so but that's if it's what I'm out, saying. just own it, man. Fuck it, bro. If he does. Who cares? He does. He's still out there cutting fucking major checks. He gives a shit. You can't even think about it. All the freaks in this world. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's That's on the lighter side. And you know, to me, that's, that's Oscar being the cokehead that he is, and that was just a strange night for him. You know, he was just having a good time. He's partying, dude. Had his gloves on. He's fucking partying. <laughs> it's fucking it's 3 in the morning. You know He's how got bad hookers that bitch in there. There's coke. There's champagne. He's feeling funny. He's feeling frisky. They're, at, they're on the fucking top floor of the MGM. He's overlooking Shit. the whole city. You got these chicks in there. Hey, puppy. Right. He's trying to get his dick hard. <laughs> Whatever works for him, man. Hey, at least we know what it is. Sin City, baby. Dude, I I, <clears throat> I don't know how I feel about Vegas. It was underwhelming. Very, very underwhelming to me. And I just, I kind of felt dirty being there just because I know how disgusting the town is. That's kind of how I feel about New Orleans, too. Oh, really? I fucking hate New Orleans. I didn't feel dirty. Um, I remember it being a whole lot smaller than I anticipated, right, because it's just built to this thing and that I think that's just the power of imagination and the power of marketing and all that good shit. Yeah. It's always fucking on, right? I remember the strip not being as big as I thought, the city not being as big as I thought. I didn't know that it was surrounded by mountains. I see that's my dude, mountains are fucking everywhere. It's in the middle of the desert. Yeah. A desert with mountains. There's mountains right next to it. I didn't know that. That was cool. 
Um, it was a cool city. I mean, I'll check it out again. Fremont Street was insane. Um, I, I couldn't believe there were fucking people walking around with their kids. I mean, if you want to take your kids there, that's cool. I'm not saying that, but fuck, dude, I was on Fremont Street at like one in the morning. I saw kids. Like, Bro, what yeah. in the world? They're there 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Everybody's Holy got their kids shit, all dude. fucking night long. Parking, parking kids in strollers asleep outside of like but these walk-up casinos to yeah, pop dude, in and get a drink. There's no way that place is a good time with kids. Like at least not uh, not on the strip, not in the city. Maybe <laughs> no, no, take no. them to like one place and let them go look at the freaks for like 30 minutes or it's something. It's not a good time if you're a responsible parent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, dude. Like you could take them in the middle of the day. Well, it's four thousand degrees and there's and like it's not it's not going to be as crazy. But you know maybe you go like take them to like circus circus or something for like half a second and, and, then, <laughs> and then you go grab some dinner so they can see some shit and then you lock them back in the hotel room no and, and then and then the everything else that you do is outside of the city you go see the dam you go you go fucking hike you go uh yeah you know what i mean maybe yeah. you go take them to a show or something but like Cirque du Soleil. but it cannot be any more than that you can't be fucking walking the strip with your kids like no, what are you doing no. dude there's hookers walking the strip there's girls with their titties out taking pictures yeah Fucking and there's like a there's like a two to three day max like you can't be there any more than two or three days. Well, no, you'll lose your life savings and your sanity. God, dude, everything is so goddamn expensive, dude. You know what? Surprisingly, it wasn't as expensive as I thought it was though. As I thought it was going to be. I ordered a vodka Red Bull when I was there, and it was fucking nineteen dollars. Well, we went to Fremont Street, and uh, I think that's where the locals go because it's affordable. <laughs> and uh, dude, we ordered shit. So I got. <laughs> This was the best night. We've, we've told you about it, right? So we, we met this guy there who, uh, his name's Glenn, and uh, he's, he's part of the, he used to train at Gidry's at North Broadway, and then he moved out there. Uh, he's working on a contract. I think he's moving back. Gotcha. You know, we fucking, we went to a Mexican restaurant. We all met up. They were drinking. I didn't drink there. Um, I just had some water. And, uh, you know, Glenn, dude, he probably had three or four drinks. And, uh... I don't know what he... He was drinking, like, whiskey or bourbon or something. Straight. Yeah. Crushing them. <laughs> then we go to... Then we go to Fremont Street. By the... I don't know how Glenn got there, but when we get there, we meet up with Glenn. He is having a tequila sunrise, and he's almost done with it. I'm like, all right, you know, cool. You already got started. Whatever. And he's like, dude, you want one? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. So, like, we're walking across, and, like, it's a fucking party. And we're, we're going to get with him, and like I'm like Tracy, let's go, let's go get this tequila sunrise. Like I'm like we're doing this. Glenn orders four tequila sunrises for himself. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> so he orders us all tequila sunrises, and um, the dude opens up a whole a brand new fifth of 1800. Oh my god! And pro- proceeds to empty the bottle into the four tequila sunrises. Uh, so the glass. Or the cup was three-fourths tequila and just a little bit of mixer. Mm. <laughs> just a little bit of sunrise, mm. my friend. Mm. And, <laughs> and the sun was setting on you boys. Holy sh- – so I sipped on one of those the whole night. So did Tracy. Like, we only had one. So Glenn already had the drinks at the Mexican <laughs> at, restaurant. Right. I think Tracy had a little bit at the Mexican restaurant too, maybe one or two. I don't know. But for me, I just had the one the whole night. Either way, Glenn had those at the fucking Mexican restaurant. He already killed one by the time I saw him. And mind you, that wasn't, he hadn't been there that long. Right. <laughs> and then he had that one. 
And I don't know if he drank anymore else, like anything else that night, but Glenn was so gone, we lost him probably five times that night. I just found him. <laughs> we were like, Glenn, where the fuck are you, bro? We kept calling him. We lost him for like 45 minutes one night or one time. I'm like, where the fuck, dude? Like, Glenn, we just had you. <laughs> Searching for hookers on the strip, bro. Leave him dude, alone. Dude, it was the best time. We fucking, at one point, like, we were at this one area and, uh, Fuck, we started that Congo line and then we left. <laughs> and you guys then, started a Congo line? Yeah, we started a Congo, Congo line. Yeah. On, on Friedmont. Yeah, it was insane. It was awesome. And then, like, when that was done, we fucking left there and Glenn was gone again. I'm like, fuck, all right, I'll go back and get him. And he's still in that same place where the Congo line was and he's just standing there, just like looking around, just all lost, just smiling. Lost and drunk just and smiling. Oh, Tracy made t shirts. Oh my God! Says where's Glenn? Has him on there smiling. Jesus it's Christ. the fucking best. No, I can't wait for that Masters trip. Yeah, dude. So it's a wild time, dude. Vegas is cool. It can be fun for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it was a little underwhelming. I see, Vegas is the same price as everything in New York, and I will always, always choose New York over Vegas. Man, that is, that is my place. That it, like, it felt so right to me being there. Just it was constant life, twenty four seven, everywhere you went. It mm. was fucking beautiful, and I love. I just I, I love how you can be on the train and there's a billion dollar CEO sitting next to a homeless guy who's jerking off in the corner. And <laughs> he's been sleeping on that train for the last six nights because it's cold outside. Yeah, you know Keanu Reeves often is spotted on the train. Yeah, he's just a regular ass dude. Yeah. Regular ass dude. That's cool shit. Uh, you know he does all of his own stunts too? Does he? Yeah. Wow. Blue, fucking. Uh, I he does a lot of his shit. In he John he Wick. did Machado Blue Belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew that. He's a bad motherfucker. Fuck yeah, dude. dude. Handsome as shit too for 51. That dude doesn't really look like he's aged at all. Fuck, dude. I remember growing up watching him in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Those my, are like, like my favorite movie. My Keanu. My top Keanu Reeves movie is The Replacements. <laughs> Great movie. Shane Falco, baby. Hell yeah. He's Hell a, yeah. A scab. Quicksand. Quicksand, yeah. <laughs> I will never fucking forget that in my life. Hell yeah, dude. Clifford Franklin. <laughs> Clifford Franklin, baby. Like, what scares you guys? Spiders. Spiders. <laughs> spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiders, spiders. <laughs> yeah, spiders. You're right. You're right. Oh, shit, that dude. Is one of the, that is one of the fucking... Yeah. That's like to me like one of the ultimate two thousands movies. It's a great movie, bro. Dude. Oh fucking bitch who's the cheerleader. John Farva's a good fucking director. I think he directed that. Really? Yeah, I think so. No shit. Dude, he's part of so many movies that you just would never guess. I dude he did Iron Man. Uh, yeah. He did he's did You know what movie one of my favorite movies I've watched a handful of times, uh The Chef. It's on Netflix. It's about him. It. He, I think he wrote it and directed it, and he's, he starred in it. It's about him. Has John Leguizamo in it, and his Shout kid. Shout out to my birthday buddy. Oh shit. Yep. Dude, John Leguizamo has a cool ass stand up on there. Um, Dude, go watch his about his, the Mexican history or a Latino history or something. Go watch his um, HBO special called Sexaholics. Uh huh. 
Classic. What, dude, I remember being nine years old, staying up super late. I had HBO in my room, but I wasn't allowed to watch it. Uh, and it was before you could, like, block channels and shit. That's funny. Dude, and I just watched that over and over and over when that was on. Yeah, dude, that thing was classic. I used to love John Leguizamo. Hell yeah, bro. That thing was classic. And Did that mention was classic? Was, I might have said that a few I times. Think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah, so he, he, uh, in that movie, they uh, he had, like, a food truck. Good story. Good movie. Shout out to John Favreau with the food truck. Fuck yeah. Dude, he did Lion King, the new live action Lion King. Oh, for real? I mean, yeah, he, he's doing it. And he did Jungle Book. Oh, yeah? Yeah. John, John Favreau all over the fucking I just board. watched that new uh, that new Jungle Book they did. Yeah, uh, that was him. That Mowgli? Yeah. Oh, Mowgli oh, was no, him. Oh, no, not Mowgli. No, he did the live action Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, Mowgli is also live action. Yeah, yeah, but they're but two different the, movies. With a lot though. more CG. Yeah, yeah, they're two different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Mowgli one is a Netflix one. Uh, that weak. one just came out. Weak. No, it's really good. I just don't know how Netflix is going to sustain, man. Dude, they're fucking pumping money into uh, their content. I think they're losing money, though. They're losing hellas. Because it's who- because they spent all that money in all those shows. That's what? why they canceled all those shows. Like, fucking, uh, what was it? Uh, fuck. Uh, they just canceled Luke Polo. Cage. Marco Polo. Well, I don't even know that. Dude. It's about, uh, like, Genghis Khan yeah. in that they had two seasons. Excellent show, dude. But you can tell, dude, the production was top-notch. But nobody's signing up for Netflix. Let's I don't think. Know. I have Netflix. I love it. Right. And how long have you had it? Forever. Forever, right? And I can't imagine they're getting too many new users each day. Who knows, man? It's been, it's been around for so long. Well, it's got to slow down the content. I've had Netflix for fucking... As long as I can remember, and it's never been my own. Come back soon. Well, we'll see you later, Ohio. See you later, Ohio. Do you think we're going through um, West Virginia again? No, that was in between Ohio and Pittsburgh. We, we just went through the I mean, Ohio and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh might as well be its own state. I always forget Pennsylvania is where it's at. Huh? I said Pittsburgh might as well be its own state. I always forget it's in fucking Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's on western Pennsylvania, too. All the other shit's on the other side. All the cool shit. No, oh, man, Pittsburgh was fucking amazing. I got to go to a Steelers game now. Dude, we're go. Look, I'm going to be back up there that way soon. I'm So here's the plan, and I'm, I'm putting this out here into the oh, world. Oh, we're in Indiana now. Oh, Indiana. Shout out to Indiana. Continue All right, Hoosiers. Putting it out into the world because I've been planning, and I'm going to do this. Uh the you gotta convince me, shit. <laughs> uh, the plan is to go and hit fucking I can't think of where at in New York. Northern New York to go hit up my boy Adam. What's his fucking Adam, I'm sorry, dude, I don't know your last name. Northeastern Primal, he's a health coach. Where the fuck are you at? Let me look it up right now. While I got the time. Is he at Buffalo? I don't think so. No. No, dude, this guy's fucking savage. I'm gonna wait to tell his story, but we took uh, he was also he's he's a fellow steel mace artist and coach. He fucking uh, he took this uh, steel mace flow level one online cert with. Uh, he, we were in the same group, this beta group, and uh, I've been following this dude before we were actually were even in the group together. Uh, he's just a fucking savage. Let me see here. Fucking North Eastern Primal Life. He's a health coach. Folks, check him out. If you are in Plattsburgh, New York, this is where he's at, Plattsburgh, New York. Shout out to Plattsburgh, New York. Wherever the fuck that's at. My homie Adam. Fucking, this dude's a savage. He's a, he's a veteran. Fuck it. So let me just read his little, uh, 
little uh, bio here on uh, on IG. Health and wellness coach or primal health coach, combat vet, 10th Mountain Recon. Uh, he was he served in Iraq and Afghanistan. My man's seen some shit. Dude, he's a f- dude. He's a fucking savage, bro. Like I had the honor of like hearing some of his story in the group, and uh, I definitely want to just fucking just connect with his energy and just like talk to him and like have him on the podcast. Pick his fucking brain, dude, man. Yeah. I, so the plan is hit up Plattsburgh, check him out, uh, then go down south and hit. Uh, Northern Pennsylvania, Tyler in Pennsylvania. Go hit my boy Steve Lane. Fucking uh, the prime, the primal health coach. Well, no, peak primal health coach. Here we peak go. Peak primal. Peak primal health coach. Go check him out. That's another health coach. Both killing it, dude. So uh, go Where's check. He, at? he is in Tyler in Pennsylvania, and he actually. Oh, Tyler Hill. Sorry, Tyler Hill, Pennsylvania. And he actually runs a bed and breakfast called the Inn at Tyler Hill. So he's just a fucking top-notch health and wellness coach uh, or primal health coach. So fucking go connect with a couple savages. Fucking swing some mace, swing some kettlebell. Check out some more uh, beautiful countryside. Yeah, dude, northern. uh, Dude, and might as well hit Canada while I'm at it because. I want to go fishing in Canada, bro. Dude, uh, or maybe we fucking go south and and then move north. I don't know what the move is, or but... We, we fly into Canada and go south. One of the two. You ever been fly fishing? No, nah, dude. I've never I been go fly, fly fishing. I've never so done bad. it. Only in Canada, though. Okay, whatever works, but... I don't know shit about fly fishing. It just looks cool. <laughs> so you say you did. I want to go to Canada and kill a bear. I, I don't think you can still do that, can you? I don't know I about think Canada. You could do I, it here. They've really cracked down on it. I got to get a bow first. You can smoke weed in Canada, though. Yes, you can. Shout they paid off their Trudeau. fucking whole, their whole national debt. In like a matter of hours or days the or days, it's fucking crazy. Cause it's fucking all imaginary. That yeah. number went away because. Cause they lied to somebody else's pockets with shit that's not even there yet. Cause they quit being fucking idiots. That, that's really what it boils down to. Imaginary war, on people altering consciousness. When everybody's doing it. Every everybody's day. altering conscious right. consciousness all the time. People go to church to alter consciousness. Yeah, you see motherfuckers speaking tongues? Dude, what do you think that high is? What do you think that feeling is? That's not it's not a normal state of consciousness. I am not I am not saying that is not that it is something other than what you believe it is, but what I am saying is that it is not your normal operating consciousness. Well, isn't that the whole focus of religion that is a higher conscious, a higher being that's overseeing you and you're trying to get onto that level? At I don't some believe point? they call it higher consciousness though. Yeah, I mean, but a higher being. I mean, what, yeah, that's uh, essentially the same. A thing. higher, yeah, just higher. Let's just use it's higher than one's self. It's, it's looking down on you. Whatever you want to, yeah. However you want to put it, yeah. however you want to put it, however it makes you feel good about it, about yourself. Well, religion definitely did not make me feel that. Dude, we're only sixty-eight miles from Indy. So are you saying we need to make a pit stop? No. No. Four and a half hours till home. <sighs> yeah, let's get home. Fucking, yeah, ready to get out of the car. It's all right. It's all right. It's been a journey. It's been a fun one. Like I said, man, we, you and I put in some fucking miles this year. Yeah, dude. Austin twice. Now Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. 
Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, yeah. Not Cincinnati. Not even close. Yep, yep. We're about uh, 300 miles from Cincinnati. We did stop in Columbus, though. Yeah, had some bomb-ass food. Shout out to Guy Fieri for uh, hooking us up. Triple D, bro. That's my shit every time. Everywhere we went, Adam's like, well, uh, this place has been on Triple D. Uh, this place has been on Man vs. Food. Uh, in all fairness, man, I'm pretty fucking good with picking places. Yeah, yeah, I will give you that. You did not steer us fucking wrong. <laughs> not here, not the last. Well, I, I picked last time in Austin, so you can go fuck yourself. How about that? You picked the poke place? I picked the poke place. I picked the other place. Oh. Well, actually, Blake picked the fucking... The Mexican place with the the, yeah. the free. Uh, I knew what Chewy's was though. Free buffet. Chewy's was bomb. True, true that, true that. Yeah, yeah, and you picked the coffee place. You were on point last time too, man. I in Austin, I was on it. Yeah, yeah, but you were at on it. I was on it. You didn't even know what the fuck a poke ball was though. No, I had it. Yeah, you did. You told <laughs> me, but I've been wanting to try it since you told me about it. And I found it. Bro, a good one. there's one in the Central West in this fire. We got to go. How about it? Yeah, dude. That's where all the good food is, though. Have you tried the sushi burrito? No. I didn't like it. Where at? Um, Black Market. B-L-K-M-K-T-E. I don't know. Black Market Eats, I think it's what's called. B-L-K Market. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. But it's over there by Ikea. Oh, okay. I didn't like it. It was just too big. It was too much. I don't like Ikea. Now, now, also, I'm not the biggest fan of the flavor of seaweed. However, I did start eating, uh, like, dry roasted seaweed, and it, so it's grown on me. So I might like it more now. Were you, like, roasted in the oven? Yeah, it's like a seaweed, uh, like, chip, if you would. Not like a chip. It's, like, really thin. A crisp? Yeah. A crisp, like a British chip? Uh, yeah, it's, like, a little square. Uh, I don't know how big it is. Maybe, like, two inches by two inches. What I do is I fucking, I'll get uh, sardines, and uh, I'll mix them with some, what I, uh, I'll do uh, some avocado mayo and some chipotle seasoning, some chipotle pepper seasoning, spice, and then uh, I'll just do like a, like a, uh, I'm so used to saying tuna salad or chicken salad, but it's sardine salad, if you sardine will. Sardine salad. But all it is is just sardines, fucking avocado mayo, and some... Uh, some spice, some, yeah. some seasoning, and then I put I'll scoop that shit into the uh, into the seaweed, Ooh. and I'll wrap it up and I'll eat it like that. Nice, it's just delicious. But then I started, I guess I started eating it, and then now I just eat the seaweed by itself. It's like a delicious ass snack. A delicious ass weed. Oh, yeah. I guess all weed's good for you, huh? You know, that's <laughs> what that's what we need. I I don't know. I my dude, my diet is so fucking basic. I just I literally eat the same thing five days a week. Yeah. Sweet potatoes, rice, grass fed beef, and some sweet like that's that's really it. That's like if, Well it's if, simple. If, yeah. And it's easy to make and oh I'll have eggs. I just have a bunch of eggs. I love eggs. I probably eat thirty eggs a week. Yeah. Do you drink kombucha? I love kombucha. I, I drink probably three a week, but I take a daily probiotic. Oh, okay. Um, kombucha's just so goddamn expensive, and I'm too lazy to make my own. Yeah, I, I used to make it. I just stopped. It's yeah. a process. I don't want to wait fucking two and a half weeks or whatever it is for that shit to ferment. And, yeah. And trying to mess with the flavor. Because I don't want just straight kombucha. You know, it's pretty good. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, once you get the hang of it, though, it's, it's not too bad. And uh, it tastes delicious. There's a, it is uh, way cheaper than making it, but it is a process. 
pineapple peach. Um, I think Kavita makes it. Yes. Oh, man. oh dude. That so is good. fucking bomb. That's my shit. Every time I go to Walmart, I'll get one and drink it while I'm shopping. Yeah. Dude, the, the turmeric flavored ones have really grown on me. They're, they have like a warm flavor to them. I don't know if I've had one. I, I like, like turmeric. I, I take turmeric every day. Do you? Yeah. I take a, I take a capsule of oh, it. Okay. Um, I take, I take turmeric. I take vitamin C. I take uh, calcium, um, vitamin B. And then just like a regular multivitamin, but I need to get I need to get my levels checked to see where I, I'm deficient in anyways. Yeah, I mean, I went to a doctor and I told him I wanted to get my blood work done, and he like recommended against it. He's like, unless you're really experiencing any symptoms, then I wouldn't recommend. Like, what the so fuck? You, so you probably didn't go back to that doctor. I have huh? not been back. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, look for a different one. Yeah, fuck that. Like, fuck out of here, dude. How can you tell me I, I shouldn't be trying to check my wellness and how my body? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't get a baseline on my blood work because I'm not experiencing symptoms. So whenever I'm experiencing symptoms is whenever I need to do something. Yeah. Oh, okay, when it could be too late. is right. when So instead of being proactive, I should be reactive. That's cool. Exactly. Fucking douchebag. Dude, he's a nice guy, to be honest with you. It's just these doctors, they don't, they don't fucking know, man. Like, they're not healthcare professionals. They're sick care professionals. And they do a damn good job of fixing broken arms and, you know, the miracle shit. But they just don't know how to tell you to live healthy. Well, that's not their focus. It's not their business. Yeah, it's not their focus. Their like, whole their whole education is a pharmaceutical model. Right. This is wrong, so take this. Here's the pill for this. Here's the pill for that. That's and that's and that's what everybody thinks is the solution now too, because well, this is what my doctor said. That's what my doctor said. Oh my god! And they're just guessing. They're just people. Yeah, like my like my little stepsister, for example. When when she was younger, she you know. Was on Xanax and all these different SSRIs and antidepressants and whatnot. And they're like, oh, well, nothing's working. Nothing's working, so we're trying this. We're trying this. It's like, well, one, she's fucking a 13-year-old girl, okay? And, <laughs> it, that I mean, that's there's half your answer right there. Right why she's there, emotionally dude. unstable. Right. Right? She's not active. She doesn't play sports. She doesn't sleep very much. Like. She's been been in five schools in like six years. Her older brother passed away when she was a little kid. Like, is she on birth control? I don't know. Hopefully I don't, not. But I don't that know. Could, you know, girls get put on it very young. Very That's fucking hormone young. therapy. Yeah. <laughs> we your, just we act like it's so nonchalant. Just you're suppressing this, a natural cycle in your body. You are manipulating the hormones of a growing adolescent. That's what you're doing. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, and we just act like it's normal. Yep. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, because because we fuck. As, you know, like naturally a human instinct does. Well, can't have kids getting pregnant. Well, we've That's true. We don't want to have kids getting pregnant, but we also don't want to fucking, you know, ruin them for the rest of their life. Right. Out well, of I mean, convenience. Kids have been getting pregnant for thousands of years. There's nothing we're going to be able to ever do to stop that. That's a natural human inclination. And well, I mean, at this day and age, hopefully we can do more just like education and prevention and shit. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know, man. That's just it's, I've had this conversation before. It's just such a tricky conversation, right? Because obviously, you can't like tell people what to do. I don't think you should be able to tell people what to do. It's just when it becomes a burden on society is when there's an issue, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And you're, you're and you're totally right too. You shouldn't be able to tell anybody what to do either. Right. And I just I look at it from the from the health perspective. From the health perspective of is hormone therapy at that age good for you no no and well and telling people what to do and informing some somebody on how something should be done are two different things yeah you would you'd hope they'd make the right decision though. E- exactly and, and well most people want to informed. the right decision yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's all i guess subjective, it's all relative right? yeah <laughs> 
No, goddamn, it. it's ripe. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and make a fucking 13-year-old child not be able to produce the hormones that their body naturally needs to, to grow and become a full person. Yeah, which could also possibly, uh, it, it could help, like, it could cause cancer, right? Like, you, like this, this could be causing cancer. Yeah, we have no fucking idea. Oh, my goodness. Like, this, the long-term repercussions of these things, man. And, and nobody, this thing could be a catalyst to something much bigger. Well, nobody cares because all we're worried about is the Band-Aid for right now. You know, it's all about instant. We're trying to plug the hole instead of fucking fix it. And it drives me insane. Where do we get, how, how do we get on that tangent? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you, pal. Man. We do that a lot. <laughs> we, we drove up here for, it, it took us, what, 11 and a half hours because we stopped. Uh, we didn't, we, we listened to three songs the whole time we were up here, and that's just because we were talking about music and wanted to show each other fucking songs. Yeah, those are the only times we listened to them. And that was, like, in the city or yeah. when we got up there. Yeah, that was after fucking 10 hours of driving. Yeah, man. We've been, yeah. We haven't shut the fuck up for three days, dude. That was a long ramble. I don't know why, how I got, we got, the, we jumped to that. I went off for a reason. I don't know why I was going oh, off. Oh, because we were talking about how shitty doctors are. Yeah, shitty fucking doctors. That's what it was, man. And they just don't always know, man. I haven't. Oh, you know, it's because you're talking about your stepsister and yeah. then I brought that up. Yeah. Was it your stepsister? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. We're back on a piece in the piss. Oh, you know what? It came back. We came back. Dude, I haven't been to a People fucking. People are like, you assholes. <laughs> always, always. Dude. The podcast is getting reached, man. Fucking, and uh, I think we've gotten some listens in uh, definitely Sweden and the UK and Canada and uh, Japan and Australia. What? Fuck yeah, bro. My, my only listens outside of the U.S. were in Venezuela, but that's because of Pedro. And, hell yeah, and bro. Benito. Hey, that's how it starts, though. Yeah, that's hell how yeah. it starts. I'll take that. It's growing, bro. I mean. Dude, I'm, I'm very, I was fucking shocked at how many downloads I've gotten. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's fucking nothing compared to regular, like, I shouldn't say regular podcast, but like a real big time podcast, but. Dude, well, dude. comparisons, the thief of joy. Exactly, dude, exactly. I'll and that's why what. I've been trying to stop that. I tried to not even look at the numbers. I didn't even look at the numbers the first couple months, at least the first month. Oh, dude, I fucking, I can't help it. I enjoy it. Yeah, well, this I month is the end. Dopamine hits, boy. Month five at the end of this month. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess it's been a long time since we sat on that plane. and. That was, that was episode three, bro. Episode three, yeah. What, you're 30? That was in June. 34 deep now? Uh, yeah, I just dropped 34 this past Thursday. Shout out to Outside Perspective. That's all right. That's dope, man. I'm going hard, bro. Well, it's tomorrow is uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, and I don't have one to release tomorrow either because the podcast that we were supposed to record up here got canceled. Um, I'm releasing this tomorrow. All right, cool. Maybe we'll do a swap cast again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too funny. I don't know, but I did get some good feedback. I got really good feedback on that one, too. Everybody loved that. Yeah? Just because it was us just drunk and cracking jokes and talking shit. and Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah. But I don't know, and I, I, I've, I'm torn between wanting to do more of that on a podcast just because I like, I like to fucking hang just out with my friends, you know? Just mix it in. Yeah, and I, think, and I think that's the plan. I don't know. There's just so much shit I want to fucking talk about. I feel like I could do a podcast every single day about something different. Why not? That's the question, right? <laughs> That's the whole premise. That's the whole premise. I get there. I get there. I'm trying to figure out my fucking 
my own schedule. In due time. Yeah. I like the one a week, but I would like to go to two a week at least. <laughs> it's a fucking grind, dude. It is. And that's, and that's why I think, like, I could do one guest a week and then one maybe solo or one just, like, with a friend talking, you know, just bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm fucking. I'm torn we just got to do more regular podcasts. Yes, I think we do too. There's, we have nothing but time. There's no reason not to. And how many times do we sit together and talk for four hours, anyways? Oh yeah. Like the other day at the gym, you know, we got done training at seven. seven th- yeah, seven seven thirty at the latest. You, me, and Steve talked for an hour. Yeah. At least. And then you and I talked for another three and a half after that. Yeah. It's crazy I mean, shit. I was at the gym for six hours and trained for one. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I've been doing that a lot lately. I've been fucking. Just being there. Yeah. Just living there trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Aren't we all dude life? Yeah. Fucking A. That's right. That, that place gives me some solace and I feel like I can think clearly there. I just have so much cabin fever being at my fucking house, man. Yeah. You know, working from home for the last five years you know i wake up and i go downstairs like oh there's my office there's my office oh there's my kitchen table change the scenery is good yeah dude like for a while like i found myself just like sitting at the kitchen table like all day by myself not watching tv nothing become reclusive man yeah well just because i had to get out of my living room because that's where i was working yeah you know yeah it was fucking i hate it i've been trying to get out of the house as much as possible to work lately yeah yeah for sure. And this time of year, at least for me, dude, it's difficult. Yeah. Getting out of the house or being at home? Uh, Well, wanting that getting out of the house, like wanting to be out Because I'll fucking, I'll just, I'll stay inside all day. Yeah. Me too, dude. Especially, like, because the fucking, <laughs> because the, what do you call it? The insulation in my house is so fucking terrible. It's always freezing in the morning. It'd be like 49 degrees when I wake up inside my house. I'm like, I cannot get out of this bed. Well, dude, just, the days are so short, man. And, uh, you know, you just feel like the whole day is gone. And then for me, so I made that post about seasonal depression. And it's not, like, severe or anything like that, but it's just like this. Apparent. It's just like this thing that you battle. And I've always battled it all through, like, fighting and whatnot where, like, it's just it's that much harder to fucking train. And, you know, it, you do things to combat, you know, to combat that, you know, like eat healthy and get exercise. So I got to make sure, like, I, I especially do those, right? Yeah. And, uh I need to start fucking supplementing like vitamin D. But it's like it's not like I'm like sad or anything like that. But it's one you you've spent enough time with me. Like I fucking I'm very hard on myself. Very very hard on yourself. <laughs> so there's like a lot of negative self talk, which isn't healthy. And then like it's just you start feeling really lethargic. You don't want to be around people. It's just like it just it's it just takes a lot of fucking energy to like everyday tasks like just to want to be around people well then you got to take care of the shit you don't want to do yeah. and then it's like oh my fucking god dude it's just like yes and, it, and it's like you're not like like for me it's like i'm not like sad but like i'm never really happy either right it's just like you're just always just very that purgatory of feelings just indifferent man just indifferent to fucking everything and just don't want to do anything so, you, you you know, I definitely do things to combat that, and I need to do more by, like, supplementing with, like, vitamin D during this time of year. And I've, I've just learned that as, you know, with just knowledge and time. I haven't always known that. Have you heard um, Neil Brennan talk about depression? Yeah, no, he's a, he's an extreme fucking case, dude. He's done yeah, everything, man. dude. And that's, and, like, that's that's what he's, he says, too. Like, 90% of the time he feels absolutely nothing but indifference. Yeah, like, that's what it is, dude. It's yeah. just, like, fuck. 
And he's doing like brain shock therapy and ketamine treatments. Yeah, like regular treatments of these things and like, like heavy el- treatments. Electroshock therapy. Yeah. To get man. your brain right. And I'm and mine and I know it's just seasonal. I know what it's from. So once the kids are older, dude, I'm out of here, dude. I, I need more fucking sunlight. I need more, more sunlight. warmth. Community is a big thing, dude. That's one of the reasons why I was at the gym for so long. That I just came up, dude. Like I haven't been to a six a.m. in I don't know how long. Yeah. And some of it's this time of year, dude. I don't want to wake up in the morning and come. Yeah, because it's <laughs> colder. It's dark I just, out. I just stopped fucking coming, dude. Like I still wake up early, but like I just didn't come to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing that way too much. Like, I've been reading. I've been... Ju- Dude, And the worst thing to do in the morning is jump right on the social. That just steals your whole fucking morning. I just feel like I'm just... I just lost all my pro... Like, my all my productivity for the day. Absolutely. That first 30 minutes of, you know, quote-unquote, scrolling through the newspaper. Dude, like, I just don't pick it up. I have a hard fucking time. I have a really hard time. I, I have a really hard time not being addicted to my fucking phone. Yeah. Like, I've been working twice as much these last few weeks as I have and I got an update from um, just my iPhone saying my screen time is down 30% over the last like two weeks or something like that and I I looked at it just to see what it was just spending like eight hours a day on my phone sometimes it's crazy man it's outrageous yeah time stealers like sometimes I'll be on there I'm asking myself like all right now am I on social in this moment because it is like productive am I actually conducting business right now am I actually engaging with somebody because I need to be right now like is this scheduled time for me to be on here or is is this a time stealer am I wasting time (laughs) like most of the time it's the fucking latter like, I'm wasting time. 99.9.9.9 fucking percent of the time. It's dude. like you need to schedule that time from a business standpoint, but fuck. But it's it's so hard when it's just right You don't have right to be there. on there as much. Yeah. There's, there's far more business being done off of that thing. Oh, absolutely. But, and it's, I get to this weird place where it's like, okay, I was just on this for a second. I'm off the phone. And all of a sudden, I'm just scrolling. I could, don't even realize I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just all of a sudden I've just checked all three apps within 40 seconds. Now I'm back on Instagram. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to put this shit down. Yeah, like you open it and close it and then reopen it. Like yeah. not even realizing that you were just fucking on it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. You want to talk about being in like a loop. Dude, it's a fucking addiction. It yeah. really is. It's insane. The way, you know what really drives me insane is how they took your feed just on Instagram and Facebook started it and when they bought Instagram is when it really started happening there was they everything's out of order yeah man it's not the latest post anymore it's I do ke- not like that it's to keep you digging I really yeah man I hate that I really wish that they kept the the timeline in, like in order of post of like oh. time like chronological order like, that was the best it, it just it was just a, a better it was more enjoyable yeah, but you still are searching for that enjoyment now. Mm. It's like that's what they did. Like, okay, we're going to take everything you had, dump it on its head, and come back to it. Dopamine. Fuck constantly yeah. searching, man. IG, instant gratification. But it's annoying, right, because things will pop up in your feed that are like two or three days old, and it's like, hey, I swear I'm not creeping. <laughs> I swear I'm not creeping. It just fucking popped up. Well, and, and they'll do that, so it's like, okay, this and you'll, post. And you'll miss things, too. Fuck, yeah. You'll miss things. All the, hey, I, hey, I posted that, or did you see this? Or It's like, no, dude, it didn't show up. Yeah, not until fucking two days after it happened. Because they want you to be like, oh, well, this happened six days ago. What the fuck's happened since then? 
click on this, go scroll through. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Dude, they keep you fucking locked in that loop. I'm so fed up with social, man. But how can you leave it? Yeah, it's a part of the fucking monster, dude. It's, it's, I mean, it is society now. It's, I mean, it is totally ingrained. Whether, yeah. I don't think. I accept that. Yeah, you, it, you, I'm not resistant. You just don't have a choice. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Yeah, I guess I'm just, I'm currently in that place where I'm trying to find that balance of using it uh, with a purpose and, and not letting it waste my time. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, you know, it, it is still, there's some enjoyment, right? I well, mean. Well, and it, now you're finally using it for a purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's. That's but I want to also use too. it the right way, right? You want to use it to the the best of its, uh, like, to its full capabilities, right? And right. then you also want to produce, like, the best fucking content. Like, some of these people have such, you know, polished and just crisp pages. Professional. And I, and I know it takes time, but, yeah. you know, when you see where you're where you're going or where you need to go, it can just, it can just fucking just be like, whoa. Yeah. Be a lot to take in. Yeah frustrate the fuck out of you it really can dude when you're working there and you know you're i know we're working there we're, yeah. we're getting like we're moving in that direction we're, for sure and we're trying and we're, and we're and we're like you said we're doing the things the fucking the right way too but when when you see like you said a fucking dog with 1.2 million instagram followers it kind of makes you die a little inside <laughs> well even like sometimes i'll look at uh I look at some people's pages and they just they just look so just the whole feel of the page is just really nice. There's this health coach that I follow and uh, she has probably like half a million followers, 400 something thousand followers, and it's just such a it's just such a clean looking page. You know what I mean? And then she's doing everything right. So she she took the time to 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 get the content on the IGTV. Mm-hmm. You know, she has the highlights and she has several highlights and she took advantage of those right at the get go, which is smart. Like you got to you got to start using those these new features immediately. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And you got to make sure that the look and every and the feel and everything is all good. So it's just like she she put those things in the place which all of all of the um, ancillary things on the page, the bio, the look and feel, like all of those are important. I mean, the content is the most important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to peop- I don't want people content to think content is always king. That's always number one. I don't want people to think I don't understand that. But I feel like all these other things come into play as well. The aesthetics of it. So you like you start on the content and you start adding these other things in. So I feel like we've started on the content and we're 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 definitely progressing that along as well. But as we're progressing that along, now we start looking at these other things, and that's just kind of where like where my head is at at you know right now at that moment. It's like okay. I've gotten some content kind of figured out, you know what I mean? Like I think I've, you know, put out some pretty good content, some things that look nice, things that are valuable, and I'm definitely progressing and building, and uh, and you are too, and now, and now it's now we're looking at some of those other smaller details to tie it all together and make it look that mu- that next level. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. fuck, dude. Absolutely. But it takes a lot of fucking work and people don't under understand a lot that. of details. A lot of fucking details. People think it's simple as just posting, you know, fucking memes. Yeah. Well, hey. I thought that at one point. I was just posting memes with kick-ass captions, mind you. Like I feel like I had some awesome content in the captions, but that's not enough. No. And people most people aren't even reading the captions uh, on a meme. Especially on a meme. Nah, I, man. You know? Not on a meme, unless it's from a well-known page. 
Dude, I tell you what, I think my favorite meme page. Do you follow the Slut Whisperer? No. Oh man. And so he he's uh, a fat Jewish guy from New York. He goes by Kirill. I I can't think of his real name, but he was a photographer and a videographer and got famous essentially for hosting these parties in New York. And all he would do is pour like milk and champagne on bitches and that's <laughs> like yeah and that's why he was taking pictures like or, or he'll throw like mayonnaise and shit on you and yeah but dude he posts some of the most savage fucking memes in the world hey and if you if you want to see what it's like to fucking really party in a club and go wild follow his instagram stories it is fucking insane the slut whisperer the huh? slut whisperer dude yeah he's got over a million followers and like I said, all like, his entire Instagram story is him putting stickers on girls' asses and bare tits in the club, and then blasting them in the face with champagne. And like he'll like pour it over their head, and you'll see them like choking because they're like dr- like essentially drowning in the middle of the club. And he just keeps dumping it on. It's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> but no, he's been banned from Twitter a few. I mean, from Instagram a few times because of the memes that he posts. Oh, okay. He's savage though. Absolutely fucking savage. Like, uh, he, he's got shirts that say shoot tequila, not kids. <laughs> like, he, dro- he dropped those after the last, like, big school shooting in Parkland. He's, dude, he's just a savage. But, no, dude, I, I think the wave with social media is so, uh, the, the windows aren't as big as people think they are. Like, because you you look at you look at fucking Exanga that was like the first real one where you used code to actually like build your page. What is that? Exactly, that was the like the one of the first social medias, the very first. And then like as soon as that got popping, here came MySpace. Yeah. How long was MySpace around? Five years. It was around for a while. I feel like I wasted it though. It was maybe. Like I didn't use. Well, I feel like it's always hindsight. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Absolutely. But like. Everybody uses these things in a certain way. Right. And the sheep just follow the other sheep. So if you start using it the same way everybody else is, then you're not you you're not like utilizing these platforms how they could be. And that's what business people do with these platforms, right? Like that's yeah. what they did with Instagram, that's what they do with Facebook, that's what they do with YouTube. They use them how they could be, not how everybody else thought that they should be. Right. So I that's a side point. Well, Keep going with your point, though. You're taking me through the evolution. Yeah, well, so it, it went Exenga and Bebo. Those were, like, the first, like, real stages, the first stages of social uh, social media. And then MySpace came about, and that was only maybe five, six years. And then Facebook came and fucking shut the doors on on Tom real quick. But, hey, Tom, oh, made, dude, they fucking... hey, Tom made out all right. He sold, he sold MySpace to Fox for, like... Seven hundred and fifty million dollars, and then still had like part ownership. Uh, yeah, he cashed the fuck out. Yeah. And hey, man. But then more power to him. But then you see, you know, Facebook has been around since I don't know two thousand nine was when it really got pop in two thousand eight. You know, <sighs> yeah. so we're we're only ten years into it. How, I remember whenever I heard about Facebook. Yeah, I had no fucking idea. I was like, Facebook? Why the fuck would I need a Facebook? I got a MySpace. It was 2006. I was still in high school, and uh, I was talking to this girl at Lincoln University, and she uh, she asked me if I had Facebook, and I was like, what the fuck is that? She's like, oh, my God, you're in high school. 
She, she knew. Yeah. She, she knew. Yeah. <laughs> so only college kids know about Facebook. Yeah, this is when you could you had to be in college to have yeah. it. You had to have a, a fucking university uh, email. Yeah. Yeah, man. So needless to say, as soon as I got to college, I hopped right on that thing. Slid right in her DMs, huh? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, so Facebook's been around, like, really mainstream. Okay, so we're coming in on 12 years. Like, it's not, that's not really that long. No. So, like, how long until this bubble pops? They're not doing well right now. Facebook? Especially with the Russian hacking stuff and all that. They, you know, they've lost. So, my brother's generation, Alan, he, uh, he's 18. He just graduated last year. So, he'll be 19 in February. He graduated. He, he's born in 2000. His generation, from what I understand, they're not on Facebook. No, fuck no. Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah, it's Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. And I, I don't know. The, the Twitter user age to me is so fucking weird. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't dig Twitter. Oh, I love Twitter. Twitter's my all-time favorite social media, and it's not even fucking close. <laughs> it, it really isn't. I yeah. fucking love Twitter. That's what I hear. Twitter, Twitter's probably my biggest social media addiction. People love that shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, stories break on Twitter before they break anywhere else. Like, if you're looking for fucking the hottest of the hot takes and the, and the newest news, Twitter is where it goes. Hmm. You know, Twitter is the third largest search engine in the world. Really? It goes Google, YouTube, and then Twitter. Google, YouTube, and then Twitter. Yeah. Okay, I definitely get Google and YouTube. Dude. Then Twitter, huh? Wow. Because it pulls up everything. You could type in Adam just on, on Twitter. It'll pull up everybody who's named Adam. Every post that has Adam, whether you can do the latest post, you can do the most popular post, videos. Wow. Like, dude, Twitter is – and like like I said, that every, every bit of news that I get is from it being broken on Twitter. Huh. Because think about how easy it is. Okay, you're a reporter. Right, you find out some story. All you do is post. Uh, president getting blowjobs in the fucking Oval Office, caught on tape. <laughs> More to follow, right? And that okay, now every now everybody's watching. Now everybody's waiting for that story, and then you put it on your other platforms, or and you route it through that way. But oh, it's like. Wow. I mean, just think about how much more simple that is. Is you happen to call? Hey, this is the story I got. Put it on the press. It's gonna be out in the morning. You know. Oh shit! Wow. It, dude, That's it, fast. You know, I hear people talk about Twitter all the time and how they enjoy it and whatnot. I just can never get with it. It's it. Uh, I mean, I just I post to news, it baby. through Instagram. Oh, I mean, so yeah, you're not even on Twitter. No, I just pretty much just like Instagram. I like Instagram. It's just to me, Twitter. You get to really see who people are. Because you got to learn how to express yourself in 140 characters. Well, now it's 280. Yeah, they doubled it. They doubled it because of Trump. <laughs> I dude, am Trump. Dude, I need more characters. Him tweeting more is, characters now is one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> like him being the president aside, whatever or whatever Donald your political Trump. beliefs are, his tweets are fucking hysterical. Yeah, like, man. He's, tell, he's talking about how he whooped Joe Biden's ass. Why is he tweeting? He's does like, this motherfucker not sleep? He just tweets. No, he doesn't. That's the thing. He does not. <laughs> he's, on, he's on fucking hair pills and dick pills and Adderall and all kinds of shit. God damn. They say he drinks like eight Diet Cokes a day. Maybe, man. He spends like <sighs> two hours a day watching TV in the morning. Who has like, time for that? The president, apparently. Our president. Watching Fox and Friends. But no, when he tweeted 
I can't believe Kim Jong Un called me crazy. I would never call him short and fat. But <laughs> what the fuck? Because the president. That's real. Yeah. Hell I don't. Yeah. Even, dude, I hear these things. I just. I'm like. I don't know if that's real or not. I'm just gonna keep keep on moving. Dude, well, what's what's really gonna get crazy is I heard. I I think you and I might have talked about it before. There was a Radio Lab podcast that talked about um, like. Vo- like how they're going to be able to manipulate voice and sound just by having oh yeah like less less than a second of you speaking they're going to be able to take that and populate every word known to man with your voice i think they needed more than a, than no, no, eventually is what they're going to be able to get to now really now they need 30 seconds 30 seconds and it's pretty fucking good it's essentially photoshop for voice for audio yeah, yeah. What, that's going to be fucking... <laughs> I mean, what do you do in a court of law? Dude, we're going to be entering into some strange times. Well, we, Joe are, Rogan. we already are there. We're yeah. there. Yeah. But it's going to be some, some... Dude, I don't know. What do you do? Well, that's when you get the chip implant and put it in India. And oh, that's how people are going to know. Yeah, because yeah, your chip implant. Your chip's going to tell if you're reading or you're oh, lying or not. Oh, okay. I Stay got woke. It. Black Mirror Season 5 coming soon. Dude, that movie or that show is so good. Dude, it hurts me to watch sometimes. It's so yeah. I just feel so dead inside afterwards. Like I can't. I I haven't even cracked a dent in the entire series. I've watched like maybe seven or eight episodes, and it's just like my fucking brain hurts. You watched that episode where you have to give everybody a rating. Yes, and that's coming. We're they, already kind of there. No, in in Japan, I think I, it was one of, one of them Eastern countries that it it just got past that. You're going to be able to rate people socially now. Just like that. Like everyday life. Everyday fucking life. Well, good news for me is everybody fucking is going to give me thumbs up. So I'm cool with it. <laughs> but, you know, not everybody's going to be in that boat. No, hell Fuck no. Fuck you guys that aren't. Hell I'm just kidding. Right. That's some crazy shit, though, man. You know, some days you're having a bad day, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? Hey, that's, what do we say? Don't let 15 seconds ruin the rest of your 24 hours. Dude. You're really going to have to practice that shit now because motherfuckers going to be great you on it. Who gives a shit? Well, I guess the only problem comes with what are the repercussions of that? Um, classism. Like this guy's got a 3.2 rating and on, on a scale of five. So now I he might, can't do shit? I, I might be able to trust him with 50 bucks, but I'm not giving him a, oh. a, a $5,000 loan. God damn. So it's this, whoa, whoa. So I just had this thought. So essentially it's a credit score. Yeah, but, of, of your but, of your but, personal but life, but like your actual life, like yeah. your social life. So which could be good, right? Because like, oh man, how yeah. many? This, he's a good dude. <laughs> he's a good dude. <laughs> he's a good dude. Look, give give him some time. He's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. You know I got you. I got bro, you five g- the next twelve Fridays. Come on, bro. Let me get fifty bucks. I got you five the next twelve Fridays. He is a good dude. Dude. But I mean, I guess that good dude ready can go down. The good dude's gonna go right, right the fuck down. You're gonna get my five the next twelve Fridays. <laughs> you better pay me. Uh, oh shit. When we were uh, when we were in high school, and this. Uh, Mike and I used to run with a few uh, a few kids uh, named Mar- Martez, and then there was a kid named Vay. And I, w- I wasn't there for this, but I've heard this story probably 500 times since then. Tez, I mean, Vay owed Tez 20 bucks. I mean, uh, 40 bucks. And they played 20 uh, in a game of Madden. 
and Te- and, <laughs> and Bay won, and he was like, all right, cool, so you just owe me 20 now. Mm-hmm. And Tez was like, nah, bro, I'm going to need you to run me that 20 bucks, and I'll get you the rest of that 40 later <laughs> on. <laughs> And, and, and Bay was like, fuck no, dude, fuck you. There's no way. He's like, he's like no, bro, you just owe me 20. He's like, fuck you, cuz, blah, blah, blah. And they just started banging just right there in the fucking middle of the living room over 20 bucks that, <laughs> that this dude fucking does not owe him anymore. Oh, my God. Ugh. Holy shit. People are so funny, man. We do the funniest thing. Like, we do the funniest shit. He said, no, I'm going to need you to run me that 20, and I'll get you that 40 when I got you. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Where does the maths work? No, bro, you still owe me 20 bucks. Right. Like, nah, what are you talking nah, about? Nah, nah, nah. Your math is off. I just subtracted that, what you owe me, he said, bro. That, that 40 was from a different thing. You owe me 20 for right now. <laughs> Some people be like, "Fuck yeah!" And, 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 it's like, no, and that's different. These are separate. Like, yeah. right? I, I bet, I bet this right now. Yeah. How yeah. are you betting with money you don't have? Exactly. You, you owe me forty. Exactly. Exactly. And you'll never be able to convince that person that that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Whoa. Like this, this dude was willing to fucking throw hands over that, <laughs> like, over the fact that he's only owed somebody else twenty bucks now. Uh, no, nah, bro. You look. I'll get you the forty later, but you need to give me that twenty now. Yeah, you need to run me that twenty now. I, I, <laughs> I gotta throw fives later. I gotta, I gotta fucking, I gotta buy a, a blunt stick. <laughs> I'm gonna need that twenty, bro. Oh, dude, people are so silly, man. I tell you, dude, especially over video games, bro. I've seen some fucking heated exchanges over video games. I've had quite a few myself. <laughs> <laughs> How many times you throw your remote? I never did that because I'm not damaging my controllers, but I will fucking get in your face. I will get in your fucking face. It's not fun. Man, not fun. I just get so mad. I've I've yanked my controller out of the fucking system a few times, but I won't ever throw that shit because then I won't be able to play no more. Some people don't think that far ahead. Fuck no. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> my boy Derek, I watched him put his foot all the way through his entertainment center one time because what? he was pissed. At fucking Need for Speed, he lost a race. No, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've never felt more helpless than whenever I play, like, Madden <laughs> or whenever I play, like, just Call of Duty or just, like, any other game or just any game, really, where people are just fucking awesome and I'm not. <laughs> I just have no physical control. I'm like, let's look at the mats. Yeah, let me, yeah, look, yeah, hold on, let me hold go strangle you, motherfucker. Because right, fuck, the, fuck pressing these buttons. You want to see how my grips feel? <laughs> uh, especially on Madden because you'd be like, what are you doing? Like, you, you're not going to bat that down that's a pick that's a pick hit the right right you're, you're expecting a computer to make a human play like come on just... like tell me a person that's not gonna motherfucking knock that down right uh yeah so i just get so livid i feel so helpless dude and madden now i like i can't even fucking i can't even play that shit anymore like okay there's a guy running a streak down the left the the left sideline but there's a defender you know up on him so you got a double you got a double tap fucking square so it will lob the ball over. But you can't double tap it too hard because it's going to throw it harder. It's like, what the fuck are you doing Oh, here? my goodness. Yeah, you guys are killing me. drives me nuts. Too much control. Too much fucking control. And it's, like, to the point where you can, like, chain juke moves together and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a great concept. But fuck that. I, can, I ain't got time for all that. I ain't, got time, I ain't got time to study that. Dude, I, I want to be able to pick it up and play online and be competitive because my football IQ – it's higher than this person's. Not because they learned how to fucking time the L1 button 
and go right at the same time. Yeah, um, man, because they have some sort of extra dexterity in their fingers and they can hit this button joystick combo or some shit. Oh, dude, there's <laughs> motherfuckers who buy modded controllers. Oh, yeah. And that's all they do, 24-7. People it, get paid, man. Big bucks, big bucks. There was guys that, you, you know the game Counter-Strike? Yeah, CS, dude. Yeah, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hip, I'm hip. I never played, but I'm hip. Oh, you old man and your hip lingo. Uh, but so the number two and three ranked Counter Strike players in the world. Boom! Headshot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they got fucking sentenced. I, I I don't remember the jail time, so I won't I won't give out some arbitrary number. But they got sentenced to jail time for match fixing. Uh, one point eight million dollars. Well, one point eight million yen is what it was. Shit. So well, I guess that's more. Their dollars worth know. more, isn't it? I don't know. But, yeah, for fucking match-fixing. I mean, they sell out arenas, 20,000, 30,000 people for eSports. Whoa. Yeah, dude. It's fucking big time. Yeah, man, I had a friend in high school who uh, played Counter-Strike, and he was really good. I was like, dude, why don't you, like, try to pursue this? I I guess that was before. I mean, you could. You could probably make some money, but that was before you could make a career out of it, I'd imagine. I, I don't know, man. I feel like, at least at that time, if we were thinking you can make money playing video games, it had to have been the beginning. Nobody had ever said that before. Oh, get off these fucking video games. It's never going to get you anything in life. And look at motherfuckers now. Like Twitch, goddamn, dude. Twitch is so fucking powerful for the gaming community. Like, Demetrius Johnson is making almost a quarter of what he's making in a fight for yeah. fucking from Twitch. That's true. I want you know there's a there's definitely a greater application than just video games. There's there's a whole future to that. Yeah, oh, and, and they're using it. So there's people who do personal training sessions on there's there so much you can like do group on there. fitness classes. But yeah, the video game industry for sure. Yeah, fuck yeah. Sean O'Malley, um, he's a, a new guy in the UFC. Yeah. It, I follow him or I did. Transit the lab. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um He's making, he said the other day, he's making five grand a month off Twitch. Oh, shit. Five grand a month. People just watching him play video Getting games. Getting stoned and playing video games, and he's got sponsors. Especially when he's on suspension. Yeah. Which is such bullshit. Yeah, that was bullshit, man. I like that kid, man. Yeah, and he's a bad motherfucker. He's a gamer. Yeah, he is. He is not afraid to fucking scrap. He goes in there, he bangs, man. He couldn't even walk after his last fight. Really? They're, they're, like, interviewing him, and he's, like, on the ground and shit. Yeah, his foot <laughs> was all fucked up. Wow, so he's making five grand a month playing video games. Yeah. Wow. I think more at the time when we were, like, whenever I was in high school, so I graduated in 06, we were thinking more like uh, going and being, like, a tester. Yeah, 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 that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be a fucking beta tester, especially after watching Grandma's Boy. Exactly, especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and, um, you remember the Spy Kids movies? Uh, yeah, I really that, wasn't those, into those. Yeah, I was going to say, those were, like, those were my generation. Yeah. You know? When yeah, I those say those are more like my brother's movies. Yeah, you were probably fucking 13 or 14 when the first one came out. Yeah, that wasn't my jam. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was getting into, like, cannabis and, and rap, fucking and rap playing, music. Playing football and <laughs> white women. And, but, no, yeah, between Grandma's Boy and Spy Kids 3D, oh, man, that's all I wanted to do was fucking be a beta tester. Yeah. Dude, especially Grandma's boy, like that was the that fucking was like. A, oh. Especially like when I started smoking pot and like, oh my god, <laughs> I can, oh my god, this all, I smoke pot, play video games, kick with my friends. Fuck yeah. I mean, I guess that's always the goal, right? When you're 15, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll smoke as much pot, play as many video games, have as much sex as you can. Oh yes, yes sir, that I did as much as you can. Um, 
But dude, no, video games was my fucking life for a long, long time. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I I always loved sports, but I was until like seventh grade, I wasn't a really good athlete. Like I hit puberty and fucking just it was like an instant switch. Like I had I had you know good knowledge of the sports that I was playing because I like to study the sport. Yeah. But my body wasn't there yet. Uh-huh. And then seventh grade, I fucking hit that switch. But I was still in like the video game mode. Like I almost quit playing football. Like you know I just was like really fucking into Guitar Hero and mm. fucking Fight Night Round Three. Like I told you, I was ranked ninety eighth in the world at that at one point. Really? Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. dude, you're a killer. Xbox three sixty, bro. Jermaine Taylor. <sighs> you want to catch me with that Philly show? That was a fun ass game. I, people used to piss me off that like didn't box on that game and just would only land haymakers. Yep. Throw power punches. That pissed me the fuck off. I'm yeah. like, dude, uh, if you just box me, I'll piece you up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Because <laughs> oh, I got pretty good at boxing. Boxing on that shit, man. Dude, well, using the Philly shell on that, nobody, nobody could fucking read that. Yeah, nobody could fucking fu- slip that sh- and roll, that shoulder man. roll, boy. Especially with Jermaine Taylor, that was my guy. That's who I used at. I mean, two weight classes. Yeah, man. Then when you start boxing, you realize how hard that really is. Oh fuck yeah! Well, man, it's just so dangerous, man. You're just leaving yourself out there, even just for taps from the jab. Yeah. Well, you really, yeah. all those punches add up, man. Yeah, dude. Especially if somebody knows they can hit the jab on you. It's yeah. going to be a long, long fucking night. It adds up. Yeah, man, I spent a lot of time in front of the TV screen by myself, man, just fucking playing games. Dude. Now, there is some positive. I mean, there is a little bit of hand-eye coordination. There's problem-solving skills. There's definitely some things that can be, you know, gained by playing video dude, that's, games. That's how I learned to read a defense in football. Yeah. Playing men. But, oh, you know, yeah. just the amount of time, it can just it, it can become unhealthy. GPS talking to us here. Where are we going? Continue uh, on to I-70 West. I think we're still on here. Yeah. Four, four more hours, folks. All right. Hey, we've picked up 15 minutes, though, since we've been driving. We're gaining time. Usually I drive like an old lady, but I've been kind of pushing it. What was your first console? My first one was Sega Genesis, dude. I played Sonic for fucking uh, forever. Oh, man, forever, I love that game. Dude. I had that, and then we had we had a, a regular Nintendo that broke. Uh-huh. Like, when I was, like, I remember playing on it a few fucking times. Yeah. But my neighbor Kenny had Super Nintendo, and we played Kirby Dreamland three until that thing stopped working. Really? Yeah, that's probably like one of my top all-time favorite video games. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I never had a Super Nintendo. I got the Super Nintendo Classic now. That bitch is gangster, and you could mod them. So yeah. now, essentially, all they are is fucking just. It's hard drives. Yeah, that's all they are is hard drives now. And you can plug it in and download every single Super Nintendo yep. game that's on there. Yeah, man. I had uh, – so my my very first console was a regular just Nintendo Entertainment System. That was my very first one. So, like, my the aunts and uncles <laughs> – Yeah, the, dude. Yep. My aunts and uncle uh, or my uncle and aunt, they uh, – uncles and aunt, they had – the Nintendo and I played it with them all the time and I and I always wanted my own so like that was my very first one that I had on my own but they also had like an old school Atari so I remember playing Atari and shit growing up Dude. playing Nintendo but then I got my Nintendo and then I got a Sega Ooh. never got the Super Nintendo Super Nintendo still to this day one of the best consoles ever. Really good Nintendo, yeah, Absolutely. good console. But dude, yeah, fucking playing Duck Hunter had the fucking gun. Fuck yeah. Never got the, I never got the pad for the Olympics, like the track and field. I, dude, I've only used that once. Yeah, I had, a, I had a friend who had that. You had to run and jump. And yeah, yeah, that shit was so much fun. Yeah, dude, I, I fucking double dragon. 
Dude, dude, you ever watched the movie? Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Shit, dude. They I, should bring that. They, they, they should do a remake of that. If we're going to do one, we got to get Alyssa a double Dude, Milano was in that young, one. Ooh, you when she, that? Wh- she whips the wig off. Ooh. You remember whenever she fucking walked into that tube and it was just it, that it, shot just of her, her ass? ass. Ooh. Yeah. And they both look at each other and they're fighting over who's going to go yeah. in first. Yeah. Damn, dude. She's just a beautiful woman, dude. Still, to this day. So fine. To this day. Yes. Dude, you know, she, she like spearheads the uh, NFL uh, women's division. Really? Yeah, she's like designed all of their clothing line. That's cool. Yeah, dude, she's boss. Did you play uh, Battletoads? No, I don't even know what the fuck that oh, is. Oh, dude, this was on Nintendo. Battletoads. Oh, I used to love it. It was about these, uh, these toads from like a distant planet. It was my shit, so man. So you're telling me they knocked off uh, fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, dude, there. So in that era, uh, whenever I was a kid, there was actually that was. Now that I think about it, that was the whole era of mutants, dude. So you had, yeah, you had Ninja Turtles, you actually had Battle Toads, you had uh, Biker Mice from Mars, I think is what it was. Uh, street Sharks. Street Sharks. Um, there used to be like this. Uh, fuck, I remember we played the game. It was like this toxic guy or something with ooze or. I can't fucking think. So there's a lot of, like, uh, mutants and creatures and things at that time, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. I love fucking Street Sharks and the and the, the, the biker mice people that I'm talking about. <laughs> love biker that mice. Sh- I don't fucking know what they're called. I can't remember. Three blind biker mice. Yeah, yeah, dude. But I think it was Biker Mice from Mars. That shit was tight. But Battletoads, dude, you still fucking love that game. They should turn that into a movie. Maybe, maybe that should be your next project. Maybe. Create your own live-action Battle Sharks. Battle Toads. Battle Toads. Damn it, Justin. Oh, dude, we're going to do Battle Toads fight Street Sharks. There we go. Anyway. They got Alien vs. Predator. Why can't we have a crossover with With these fucking biker mice from Mars? Yeah. All of them. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, I used to love that shit, dude. So many good cartoons. You don't know. You're just a young gun. I'm just a young pup. Dude, whatever I... I was watching Power Ranger reruns. Yeah, exactly. Whenever I was a kid, bro, I used to wake up before school to watch Power Rangers. My my first... (laughs) Not the reruns. My first sentence was, go, go, Power Rangers. Hey, I can dig it. Who's your favorite Power Ranger? Red Ranger. Uh, Red Ranger. And then then I was Tommy. I always wanted to be Tommy because he was the one. Black Ranger, bro. Black Ranger. (laughs) Black's always been my favorite color, though. I, I, I no, like I fucks with silver though. I like silver a lot. I like silver, silver and black. So you should just be a Raiders fan. Nope, Broncos. Fuck you and the Broncos. I'm not even a, sp- a sport fan. No, no. <laughs> fan it's so sport. funny. You, uh, like, you fought for ten years and nobody would ever even know. Nobody would ever even know. You don't watch fighting. You'll never talk about fighting unless somebody asks you about it's it. A different life. Could be, yeah, and it just stopped. I know. It just that's so crazy to me. Life is crazy, bro. No, dude, I can't wait. This year they're supposed to be releasing the N64 classic. Oh, man, yeah. I used to love Nintendo 64. No, I did have a PlayStation and a Nintendo 64. Me too. And please believe I would do you in on the fucking GoldenEye. That was my shit. That was my shit, Did you ever bro. play Duke Nukem? Yes, I did play Duke Nukem, and that was one of those games that used to piss me off because Tony <laughs> was a fucking Duke Nukem fiend, and he would just – he would just – just kill me and kill me and kill me. I'm like, dude, you're cheating. You're fucking <laughs> cheating. You know, like, he look at my screen, see where I spawned, and go fuck me up. He's blowing I was like, you're off. cheating, bro. Yeah. Dude, Duke Nukem was gangster. There was a, that's Duke a game they Nukem. need to bring back. Duke Nukem. I don't know. <laughs> he always reminded me of Johnny Bravo. Yeah. That's what I thought he was. Yeah. 
What city are we in? Uh, is this Indianapolis? I think this might be Indy. This might be Indy. Shout out to Andrew Luck. You know what? We came through Indy. We did come through Indy. I forgot. And then we hit like 480, and it took us to West Virginia. That's right, because we passed we passed by their stadium. Yeah, Lucas Oil Stadium, the house that Peyton built. Yep. Peyton fucking Manning, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah, so four hours from home, though. It took me exactly yeah, I'm hours. definitely going to take a trip to this city. I heard it's a fun town. It's like a, like a mini Chicago, I heard. I But way, like, cleaner from what I – so I was told that in – I love Chicago. I like Chicago, too, especially in the summer. Yeah. Chicago in the summer right is one of the most beautiful places in the fucking world. Just the energy, man. Yep. Oh, my yep. God, the, I love the that The pier's city. popping. Everybody's walking. Oh, yeah, it's fucking – Hell yeah. But no, apparently, um, and I I don't know, I could be fucking completely wrong, but from what I was told, in Indy, they have, like, you know, they took a lot of the old phone booths that were around Uh and turned them into uh, public libraries. You know, I read something about that, like a meme or something. Yeah, look, there's the the fucking stadium over there. Yeah, I read that, but, oh, that was fucking awesome. Those Christmas lights, so beautiful. Wow, man, we should be getting content right now. It's not the time. No, no. We are getting content right here, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the fuck were you saying? Indie. Memes. Books. Oh, that meme. Yeah, I feel like I saw that on a meme. I didn't know if it was true or not. No, though. my buddy Tyler told me. He, he His dad sells fucking uh, fish food. Mm. Yeah, so like for our whole lives, dude makes fucking great money. Dude's actually balling selling fish food. And hey man, there's a lot of ways to make it. Fuck yeah, like guys who fucking in sell paper clips make great money, you know. There's a market. Yeah, if there's a market, motherfuckers will make some money off of it. But no, he was telling me he comes up here with his dad on, like when his dad will come up here for work. He's like, yeah, I just like to walk around the city and I'll go fucking pick up a book and sit at a shop somewhere and drop it off. Or- Louisville, yeah. Also Louisville during the Derby. I want to go. That has got to be a to trip. the Kentucky Derby. That's on my bucket list. Oh yeah. That like not not just my sporting event bucket list, but like all the time. Bucket yeah. List. I wanna wear a fucking white suit uh-huh. and a big ass hat. Yeah, I wanna go down there and see all the hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. The fucking derby would be so sick. You wanna talk about a fucking time. Yeah. The, do you know who Wes Welker is, the old uh, receiver? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. that's right. He played for the Broncos for a while. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. So uh probably five years ago. He uh, was at the Kentucky Derby, and you could tell he was just f- fucked up. Him and Tom Brady in a private booth, and like all kinds of shit. And he hit a he hit a, a bet that paid out like sixty eight thousand dollars. And it's just after after the Derby, you see him walking out of his suite, all fucking wasted, just with stacks of cash and shit. And it turns out they overpaid him by like fifty grand. Oh shit! And yeah, he got to keep the money, and then I can dig it. And then he got suspended for uh, testing positive for Adderall and uh, Molly. <laughs> you know what, man? MDMA does so many good things. He fucking probably needs it, especially in the NFL. Brain trauma, baby. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Shit set Hell right. yeah, they, they're the the first people that need that shit, dude. It's it scares me so fucking much. I think about it all the time. That's I why I had to stop it. fighting. Yeah. I just got too concerned for my brain. Yeah, dude. The amount of shots that I've taken. You know, I haven't taken a lot of damage, and especially towards the end of fighting. I uh, I sparred less and less. But I can definitely think of 
quite a few times, man, where we were just in there banging, dude. Like just dogfighting. Had my bell rung several times for sure, just a big ding, and then you just have this fucking lingering sound there for a second, and yeah, man, you just tough it out, and you just keep going. You know, I've, I've only been, uh, I've had, I've only been knocked out one time, and that was uh, in practice. It was a flash knockout. Oh. I was fucking, we were doing cage, we were doing wall work. And I don't know if I was going with Andrew Sanchez or I think I was. I was going with Andrew. I was going with Andrew Sanchez. That's who I was going with. And uh, I U- think UFC vet Andrew Sanchez. <laughs> we were we were on the cage. He had me posted, and he just hit me with a fucking a short like hook. It's like a little check hook. Yeah, and he just hit me right on the button, dude, and I just fucking collapsed to a knee and bounced uh, right back up. Uh, I wasn't out. I just just. Boom, Rain shut off, just down yeah. and up. Yeah, dude, I went out, flash knockout, dude. First first and only time it ever happened. But I I will never forget it. I've been knocked out. It was not fun. I've been knocked out twice in a street fight, like getting blindsided. I caught an elbow to the side of the head, and then I took a, I got fucking just straight jumped from behind. I told you about that before. I was sitting down on a curb, and dude came up from behind and just boom, 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 hit me like six times, and I was out cold. Ugh. And then I had a helmet-to-helmet collision in practice in eighth grade and knocked out me and the guy that I hit. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I've been knocked out quite a few times from just blows to the head. And, shit, I can't tell you how many times I have my fucking bell rung playing football. Oh, yeah, tons. Dude. Constant headaches playing football. Oh, I mean, constant not knowing where the fuck I'm at during a game. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, a lot of times you lose your bearings. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 I just let up a 65-yard touchdown because I blinked, and <laughs> now I have no idea where I'm at. Yeah, man. I remember I um, I thought I fucking broke my ankle. I just sprained it, uh, but I thought I broke it. It hurt so bad. Well, something, Sometimes a sprain's worse than a break. Well, depending on the type of uh, sprain, uh, so you have what's called uh, – like an inverted sprain, which is where you, like, the foot kind of rolls towards it. Well, I guess that's an everted sprain. I think, ah, fuck, I always fuck it up. I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's based off which way your foot rolls or which way the ankle goes. Right. So I'm going to fuck it up. Either way, so the sprain's on the outside of the ankle. I don't know if that's an inverted or everted sprain. Either way, the sprain on the outside of the ankle, those are real common, where, like, your foot rolls to the inside and you just kind of, like, roll to the outside. Right. Super common. The ligament. Right. On, so, yeah, so it hurts on the outside of the ankle. But on the inside to where it's rolling, on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the foot rolls to the outside and the pain is on yeah. the inside of your ankle. Far less common. I had one of each fucking my senior year. Like, or maybe one was one year, one was the other year. No, I th- I'm pretty sure they were both, nope, they were both the same year because I had two fucking ankle braces. <laughs> dude. I, I played all, every fucking game with an ankle brace. Dude, all my injuries are from football. At least, Mine too. At least during that time in my life. So, dude, the one on the inside, that, those can feel much worse because they're far less common and those, those ligaments tend to be tighter mm-hmm. on most people. So, when that happened, I, I fucking went, went crazy. Like, it hurt so bad. Like, I was crawling around. Like, I was crying. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, they had to calm me down for a second. And then when I finally got off, and then the pain really set in. But I seriously, dude, like, you just, it was just such, uh, it was just such a strong and loud pop that I I thought it had to be bone. Yeah. It had to be bone. Like, you couldn't tell me otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I didn't even look at it. I just started losing my shit. These x-rays are lying. Like, I'm like, I'm like grabbing the grass, like, 
burying my face mask into the grass, like crawling forward, just trying to like bear the pain. Trying not to fucking die. And then like everything is just like rushing and like you can't take everything in. It's just all like sensory overload and you're just trying to like drown out the pain. Dude, I fucking, that happened to me in eighth grade, the final game of a tournament uh, playing baseball. And I couldn't hit worth a shit. But I could bunt and get the fuck on every time. Nobody was throwing me out. Yeah. And I had I had reached first on a drop third strike in this game, and then a bunt. And we had a and so we had a guy on third, and I went to fucking boom, bunted out right down the third baseline, and I was sprinting down the first baseline, and the first baseman stretched his foot all the way over the back of the bag. And instead of just being right on it, and I fucking, boom, right over his ankle, my foot went straight, just like this, inside the fucking, oh, inside of his leg, and I was out the rest of the fucking season. So so what did what happened to you? I, I broke my ankle. You broke it. I broke it like Got that. It. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was Fuck, fucking dude. miserable. I was, I did missed. you see that recent picture of that dude who got his ankle broken at uh like ibjjf or some shit oh where it was his his fucking yeah foot looked like a c yeah yeah what the fuck tap jesus christ oh bro you gotta get a medal that doesn't uh pay you any dollars <sighs> stupid absolutely stupid. no I, ibjjf they're a bunch of crooks i'm just so torn on them because i see the pluses but i also see the minus well the the only plus is it's you know, quote unquote, the most um, prestigious uh, award you can get in jujitsu if you win a world championship there. But it's like these guys train, you know, like a full time professional athlete yeah. to only get paid by sponsors. Yeah, and a lot of these guys have schools and different ways they're making money, but. A lot of them don't either, though. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the forced registry to compete. Well, yeah, that's fucking. That's outrageous for everybody, for yeah. every single person. Yeah. Like, what? It, 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 forty? What is it? An extra forty bucks or something? Or it's one hundred and twenty to register your belt. I can't then, remember. Yeah, it's. it's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm at the point where like I'm really just gravitating more towards you know submission only. I, well, I think EBI I, type format. I think that's the purest form of jujitsu, anyways, right? Well, I mean, about as pure as you're gonna get. I mean, it's still a structured rule set. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what's I mean, it's what is the ultimate only. goal? Is to fucking yeah. I just hate having to worry about stupid positions or advantages or yeah. Fuck, man. Sometimes you gotta push. Your, well, here's the thing, right? If we're trying to fight for our life, you don't want to put yourself in a bad position. But if we're competing in jiu-jitsu, right. right, which isn't life or death. Right, this is a sport. Right? Right. But you want to still try to keep it, you know, exciting, aggressive, and somewhat close to, you know, original format in a way, right? Obviously, yeah. you are transforming it into a, into a competitive thing where now it's no longer like survival and, and you know what I mean, and self-defense and, and like practical use to live. It's fucking... It's a sport. It's a sport. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, sport. I mean, it's like, fun. It's entertainment. It's uh, at, at our gym, we don't teach sport jujitsu. No. But you go to a place like, you know, Henzo's, you know, a lot of their, what the shit, 
Donaher's teaching is sport jiu-jitsu. Right. So at this point, you know, we've entered into a space to where we're, it's no longer life or death. And I think that uh, submission only is just the best way to go. Yeah. Absolutely. And, well, oh, I know what I want to say. Sometimes you have to push yourself in bad positions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you would put yourself in a position that you wouldn't put yourself in a life or death position. Right. Such as pulling guard. Such as maybe going for a leg, which could be compromising because or, if you had a knife in your hand, you could stab me in the fucking face. Yeah. Or, you know, what if you have a sick half guard? Yeah. You're not going to be there in a fucking real life. Exactly. You're not, not going to try and stay under somebody. Exactly. But, but I'm going to fucking I'm gonna sweep you. I'm going to come take your back because I want you to come and play my game down here. Right. Now, in IBJJF format with points, you could be in that position and you could put yourself in a compromising position and end up, you know, losing by an advantage, losing by a point or whatever the case may be. However, that's not going to be the case in a, you know, submission only. So you have more freedom to be aggressive and to just to fucking go for it and to put yourself in bad positions and, and maybe lose that position and, you know, have to work through it to get back to something else or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right, because it, the ultimate goal is to fucking finish. It's not to fucking have 47 points. And, and ultimately, you would like to have control that entire time, but... But this, this is not always going to happen. Not always. You know? Unfortunately not. And, and if you can, and if you can, if you can put up, you know, twenty points on me, you should be able to finish me then, right? Like, that's 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 the whole point of, you know, owning the position and passing is to get to a spot where you can finish somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do like you know having the time limit, obviously, because we can't go on for fucking ever. What do you think should be? I like eight. I like eight minutes. Eight minutes. Why not ten? What? What's? What, I mean, I just feel like eight's such a weird number. Uh, just from a perspective of, you know, time management for the uh, tournament as a whole. Yeah. You know, you know, those two minutes really add up. Yeah, I guess, you know, there's 20 matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, honestly, maybe I should just be in better shape. But, I mean, six minutes isn't terrible either in a fucking tournament. I mean, you're fucking, you're, you're, you're jacked up. Everyone's going harder. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Six minutes is a good time to get it done. And, and again, if I guess if I'm just thinking from a larger tournament management perspective, the faster you can get those matches done. Yeah, it's probably the better, the most efficient. So, but yeah, I fucking, I mean, I think at the gym we should start rolling longer than five minutes. I think ten minutes should be the new standard. Well, let's do it. I bet you if we say that, it'll happen. Yeah, we we shall see. I mean, we gotta we, we just, gotta we, we, we just we, gotta start setting the clock. Well, we raised it from two to five. When was it two? It used to be two. That's bullshit. What does that do for you? Well, fuck. What? Do, well, how long has it been five? Has it, it's been five as long as you've been. It's been it. five as long as I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah. five as long as I've been there. No, we used to do three minute rolls. Is what it was. We used to do threes, and then I I bumped it to five. Actually, I think I tried to bump it to six. Did yeah. we? When did I do? Did we? Did we try to boot? Remember, we we did ten minutes for a few weeks. We did do tens because uh, I'm tripping, man. Remember, we started calling them rice house rounds. They were tens. I knew it, man. What the fuck am I thinking? Yeah, we used to do tens. So yeah, I like eights for competition, but sixes are good too in the sense of uh, time management from the overall perspective. But yeah, we did used to do tens. God damn it, what happened to that? That was uh, I forgot all about it. I quit implementing. You know know what it was? That was when you were getting ready for on it. And worlds. I was just rolling my fucking ass off. Yeah, dude. you were coming up in there before everybody you in Rice House and set it for ten. <laughs> that is that's, what it was. That's exactly what happened. I quit doing that and 
and people let it slide. Damn, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. I did look up. I'm like, oh, my God, there's seven and a half minutes left. Dude. Because I was like, that was like when I was like really starting to fucking actually get into jiu-jitsu and not just come to technique class. Those long rolls, man, they really test you, man. Fuck yeah. They really, really do. Fuck yeah. There was a few times, like like I said, because I was, you know, for, for the first three months, I'd say I maybe rolled five times. Yeah. I wasn't there a lot just because I was traveling still, and mm-hmm. then that was like <laughs> those fucking 10-minute rounds, dude. I tapped out a few times before. I was like, I just can't go. Man, I got in such good shape. Yeah. You just get so used to going. Yeah. Just going. Well, especially when you got Rice House and Carlitos on top of you for fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, that's you'd be forced to stay alive. I got to get back into that shape. I took some time off. How's your knee? Your knee better? Yeah, knee's feeling good. Yeah. You know, I can feel like a spot there. I'm like, oh, man. But I don't know how much longer I want to keep waiting. It's like, do I just like work through it? Like, I don't know. Are you still doing the bands? Or you were doing that for your ankles? Yeah, I'm still doing that. Yeah. I'm always doing some sort of mobility. Like, it feels strong. And it, I don't feel like it's going to get hurt. I, I can just tell that I injured it there. And it doesn't, it's not like before to where, like, you didn't feel something. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. So right. It, gets, it gets tighter in that spot faster. Like, it gets tighter there first. And, like, that's where I really have to, like, focus whenever I'm stretching out, like, my knees. Did it pop? Um, or? no. Kind of, but not. No, it didn't pop. It, uh, like, so... Neil had like a figure four around my knee, so just imagine like you know like where every you know, the joint where everything comes together. Right. But he was like actually on the knee, and was he, he on top. No, he was okay. on bottom. Oh, you're half guard. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Right, I was half guard. Yeah. I was uh, <laughs> Neil's half guard. Yeah. I think I was like knee slicing him, yeah. or I know I had been going for a smash pass. My knee had been going outside for it. Like I wasn't in the smash pass position, but my knee was going to the outside. Right. And he, like, hipped up and put everything in my knee, and, like, so he's pushing it outside, so it's my LCL. Now, nothing popped, but he put enough force in it, and luckily I'm strong enough to where I, you know, fought everything against it. But, like, it, but you know what I mean? Like, I could really feel it stretch. It yeah. really stretched, and it really worked. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, like, it didn't pop, but it, like, went right to that point to where, like, just any long, like, it could have. I can't roll with the big guys, man. Well, it, it's just you just got for I, me, man. I just realized just some people just don't know how to. Uh, there's just certain mo- not everybody has the right mode. You know what I mean? Not everybody can flow. Not everybody yeah. can. Some people are just really tense when they go, man. And jo- it, I think John Murray's the only big guy that I can go with. That just he's really good. He really is. He he like will baby me along. <laughs> baby yeah, me along. and not everybody's good with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so. My my number one goal when I go with big guys like that is, especially the higher belts, because like mo- most of the the white belts I can kind of just dance around. Mm-hmm. But when I get going with Neil and Kyle, and, you know, my goal is just to get to a spot where I can breathe. Yeah. If 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 I can breathe, sometimes like that's, that, a win. that's a win. That's yeah. that is a win for me. And I'm fucking 138 pounds, and these guys are four of me yeah. almost. You know. Yeah. I just I take such pride in in uh, in my training in that I want to always be a guy that I want to be like the safest guy in the room to train with. Yeah. So for it, for me at the time it really frustrated me, 
because I, I, I kind of feel like when you're a higher belt, like you should be taking better part, like care, like, like you should, you should have better awareness of, of what you're doing and what, and, and what you're, and like who you're doing it to. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that really frustrated me. But uh, I think that uh, it wasn't like a serious injury. Well, and, and it's, and you know, it's not like time. Neil was going out of his way to fucking hurt you. He wasn't anything. trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't trying to do it. And there's, and you know, and there's sometimes you're just having that good role and it just fucking, you get intense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a part of the sport. Frustration is a part of the sport. Absolutely. It's not even frustration in him and with him. It's or frustration and injury. It's just frustration. Yeah. Just with my own body breaking down a little bit there. And really, I mean, I mean, it's just a battle of forces. Yeah. It is what it is. So I'm, I'm taking time. But he feels good. Been rolling. Had a, my first hard roll this past Saturday. Fucking had some sick ass, sick ass goes, man. I was gonna say you and I both haven't been rolling. This. We've both been hurt. Bunch of couple of old men fucking made a glass. Yeah, that and you know jujitsu has no off season, man. Yeah, but I like that. That's my favorite part about it. Just year round, just yeah. always going. Yep, that's my favorite part about it. I, I, I don't have to fucking. I, I, I choose when I want to miss it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. It's not like, oh, football, it's fucking 16 weeks. I got to fucking, I ha- if I miss it, it's fucking over. I'm not going to be able to see it again. Like, right. You know? But on that same note, it can get hard to step away from it to do ancillary work. Yes. yes you know what I mean? Once or, again, I'm an addict. You know, especially if you're, not gonna, if you're not going to work it into, like, in addition to that workload. Yeah. You got you to replace some of those days with that stuff. You know, we were talking to some guys the other day. You know, you got to do yoga. You got to do mobility work. Right. Like, you need to be doing these things. You got to do some ancillary strength work. Like, if you're not doing these things to support your jujitsu, then you're you're kind of wasting your time. Right. You're, you're downgrading your overall Well, you're ability. just not being the best that you could be. You're not yeah. necessarily wasting your time, but, you know, you're probably going to create some sort of imbalance or, you know. You're, well, you're, you are. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's going to lead to injury. And it's going to hinder your progress. So it's just this domino effect. Dude, speaking of yoga, I can't wait to get out and fucking stretch my ass out of this car. <sighs> I tell you what, dude. Dude, this car just has no lumbar support. I stood almost the entire time at that football game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I noticed that. <laughs> they probably thought I was fucking nuts. But they don't understand how much we've been sitting. Yeah, I'm like this. I'm like I'm. I'm about to be sitting for the next like nine hours. Nine fucking hours. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and stand for the next four. <laughs> not even. Yeah. You didn't even get your full four. In. No, not even a full four. I mean, the game was less than three, and then we probably got there. Uh, what an hour? Well, no, we were there over four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not we're much though. Four and a half, maybe. Yeah, we were there about an hour and a half before the game started. We're only, we're only thirty minutes late to the suite. Yeah, that no place. Deal. Yeah, that that thing was sweet though, dude. The sweet was sweet. The sweet was sweet. The sweet was sweet. Hashtag sweet life is Zach and Cody. <laughs> nice spread. Yeah, dude. Hot dogs were bomb. I didn't try one. You nah, fucked up. I know. That's you what I. Fucked I told up. myself to eat one. I didn't. Damn it. Yeah, I. am surprised how good the food was. Honestly. I actually liked the hamburger. You didn't like it. I did not. I did not like the burger, but I was surprised at how good the rest of the food was. Yeah. Usually, like, free food, like, sit-out buffet style like that is fucking trash. Like, I've been to a couple Blues games in a box, and it was just... Really? Yeah, not fucking good. I went to a Cardinals game in a box, and it was awesome, except I was sick. 
Like, uh, I was I was full blown fucking sick, dude. Dude, so. I went to a Cardinals game with my mom in a box this year. She got free tickets from the casino, uh-huh. and they had pretty much nothing in there. Oh. Uh. Yeah, and, and and my mom and I were the only people in there under the age of sixty-five. Oh, that's weak. Yeah, it was there was no turn up involved. Free beer. Yeah. You said beer, right? Yeah, just beer. But I, I you know, I don't even really drink beer. Oh, but there was, yeah. Like there was, there was chips. Yeah. And popcorn. That's and, weak. And free beer. No, even like no like. No liquor. No cheese dip or anything. Nothing. Even? Nothing. Ugh. It was just chips and popcorn. Yeah. Like, that's, that's lame. No, you think fucking. Hollywood Casino, they own a box, they do you up right. Yeah. I think the move is what I'm going to do is uh, probably go get, like, take Deja to, like, a fucking Green Bay Packers game and get a box. You guys just going to get it for just you two? Rent the whole box out? No, I'm not balling like that. We'll be in there <laughs> with other people, but we'll be in a box. Yeah, you can get sweet <laughs> tickets. Well, Packers tickets, I was going to say. You're going to have to fucking do some some, some fucking, planning. Yeah, some ghost recon planning on that shit. Those fucking cheeseheads, dude. Yeah, you know, it's the only uh, publicly traded team. Really? Yeah. Did it, not know that. Quote, unquote, you know. No. It's, it's like, owned by... Uh, it's owned by its employees? Yeah, and the fans. Shit. Yeah. But, dude, like, waiting list for season tickets to the Packers is, like, 12 years. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's hard as fuck to get season tickets for the Packers. It's probably like that for, like, the Bears. Yeah, there's a lot of those teams that are like that. Yeah, I almost bought season tickets the last the last year the Rams were here. They were fucking dirt cheap. I bet they were dirt cheap, dude. It was like 450 bucks for the whole season. Oh wow. Where I was looking, yeah. How many games were played at home? Eight. Oh wow, that's yeah. Close. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Oh fuck! I went to six games that year, anyways. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I went, dude. I went to. Over the last the last four seasons they were here, I went I went to almost forty games. Oh man. But like between traveling and going or yeah. I shouldn't say just them, but all football games total. But I went to I went to I went to six games the last year where they they were here, seven the year before that, five the year before that, and then I think I only went to three, but I dude I went to fucking four OU games. I saw OU playing two bowl games. Oh, nice. Yeah. I went to the Fiesta Bowl, watched them get fucking schlumped by West Virginia. Nice, nice, they nice. They got beat 41 to 7, dude. That was terrible. I was so upset. Dude, what's that, uh, what's that big ass, like, recruiting football game? I guess there's several of them, aren't there? The Senior Bowl? Yeah, but there's one. Is there one that's sponsored by Army? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um,. There's the Army All American, the Under Armour Army All American game. Yeah, dude, yeah. I, I got to check that out when I lived in San Antonio. Oh, you went to it? Yeah, we went to it. It was downtown San Antonio. What year was that? That was 2000 and 12? Uh, no, it would have been 2011. 2011. Oh, I li- So I lived in San Antonio from 2010 to 2011. So yeah, that would have been that class. Okay, uh, so yeah, my class. Yeah, dude. So yeah. It was, it was, you graduated in 2011? Yeah. Yeah, um, dude. So I remember, dude, there's some big-ass kids, man. Fuck yeah. Grown-ass men down there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so whenever I lived in San Antonio, um, there was a kid that went to uh, a local high school there. He was, like, one of the top recruits for, like, running back in the country. His name was, uh, fuck, he went to Steel Universe or Steel. I think his name was uh, Malcolm. I looked it up earlier. You guys were talking about, like, that sick ass. Who was that running back you were talking about? Oh, Sam McGuffey. 
Yeah. Sam McGuffey. Shout out to the boy. God damn, what was yeah, his name? He was, like I said, the first fucking YouTube running back I ever watched. He said 77 touchdowns over his fucking last two years at Cy Fair. Won three state championships there. Motherfucker was a complete savage. Cold, coldest white running back ever. Ever. <laughs> I mean, he fucking shit the bed at Michigan, man. That hurt me. I was I was telling everybody. Everybody. He's going to be the greatest fucking thing you ever seen. He ran a 4-3. Dude was fucking all-state and track. Fucking number one running back prospect in the country. Mm. Shit the fucking bed. Okay. All right. I did have his name right. His name is Malcolm Brown. He plays in the league now, doesn't he? Yeah, man. So he fucking played for uh, he plays for what says the Rams here. Played for the yeah. So he went to uh, he went to University of Texas, and then uh, his high school was called uh, Steel. Steel Steel High School in Cibolo, Texas. I uh, he went to uh, the church that my uh, my former in laws went to. So uh, I just remember I remember that I think he played in that game. I would imagine. I would imagine. I mean, it's at home. Yeah. Yeah. No, I looked him up earlier, though. I was like, oh, what the fuck is he doing these days? Motherfucker, is he still or, in the I, league? I mean, I knew he was going to be in the league. Yeah. But uh, he went in, apparently he went in as a fucking free agent, 2015, undrafted. Kid I played against in high school played in the game we watched today, Christian Kirksey. Yeah? Yep, number 56 for the Browns. Oh, nice. Yeah. What position? Linebacker. Nice. Yeah, Hazelwood East. Okay. Hazelwood East, dude, was a fucking animal. Yeah, man. It's crazy to see the kids fucking, you know, go through the ranks and get there. Yeah. And how many of the kids you thought were going to make it and that didn't? That even, didn't. That didn't even fucking come close. Yeah. There was, I, there was a bunch. I don't want to name any names. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. it's just the story of so many. Yeah, absolutely. fucking Lulee. Story of so many. Kids who were just always the freaks until. It's fucking competitive, dude. Yeah, 1% of the 1%, right? So... Something like that. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Let's shut this bitch down. Let's Let, fucking. Let's shut it down, brother. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's smoke some weed. <laughs> yeah, it's time. We have it. So. All right, folks. Signing off. Justin Bricker. Follow Why Not Podcast. You can catch me on all social media at Stacking Bricks. Um, Adam, love you, brother. Always a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, are we swapcasting this? Uh, we can. I don't uh, know. We don't have to. Uh, fuck. Do your own thing. No big deal. I'll be on here many times over. I just didn't know if I should put my... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Whatever. We'll decide. I don't have to. Okay. All right. I guess... Uh, it, is, it is what it is. Signing off. Later, everyone. <laughs>